MBSing episode 43. My guest in this episode is my friend Adam Levin, uh, who asked me to be on the show a while ago, and then I forgot, and he asked me again, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember when you asked me, I'm a jackass. So, let's get you on the show. Um, and then, finding out that I he wanted to um, discuss failure as his topic was so interesting, I didn't really know what to expect, and, uh, I think it, it was really fitting, I think it was a great topic for him, I think we ended up with a really, um, unique episode, in the sense that he was just really honest, and, um, is going through a lot of things, uh, that he considers failures, uh, even, um, now, and that was the reason why, it was on his mind to choose it, which I think is the right uh, inclination. Uh, so we spent a decent amount of the top uh, talking about some improv failures that he's had. Uh, so if that's a little inside baseball, I apologize. Uh, I assure you that it does um, move on from there, especially after we take a little pee break which is an NBSing first, but it had to happen if I was going to continue having the conversation. Uh, so my apologies for that, but you know, it's a little bit of uh, seeing the man behind the curtain. I will point out uh, something that I didn't notice until I was editing that right before we went to the bathroom, I had one of the greatest Freudian slips of all time. I said, uh, this will be an MPSing first, and I didn't mean to, but I think I I had to pee so badly that it was all that would come to mind. Um, so when you get to that part of the episode, laugh to yourself because I pointed out that I said MPSing instead of MBSing, and then you know, uh, go take a pre pee break yourself. I don't know where you're listening to this. Could be at work. It's a good time to take a pee break. Check your phone. As Adam and I discuss, that's something that we both do. Check our phone when we go to the bathroom while we're at work. Good times, guys. It was really fun. There were so many uh, moments where, you know, Adam faced me with some of the same questions that he was going through or experiencing. And uh, I was, um, you know felt like I had to be as honest as he was, so I tried to be, uh, and it was, it was fun. He kept me on my toes, and, and we had just a really, really great time, so I hope everyone enjoys listening to this one as much as I enjoyed recording it. Uh, some quick plugs, Wednesdays in, uh, April, Squall will be playing at the 8 o'clock Nunu show at the playground. Uh, Fridays continue to be Ray Ray Fridays, and that is at the One Group Mind Theater. Before I get too ahead of myself, Squall has a show in the 
Chicago Improv Festival tomorrow night at 8 o'clock at the One Group Mind Theater. So if that's something that interests you, please come check it out. The next Your Stories event with the Nerdalogs is April 19th at the Public House Theater. I think that's all I have to plug. So I will leave it to that and leave you to this wonderful episode with dear Adam Levin, who um, kind of reminds me of Ben Schwartz. And I don't think I'm saying that just because it's like another person who I think is funny on podcasts who is Jewish. I think I'm just saying that because when I was listening back to it, he said a few things that were super funny and quick. And uh, that's really a very Ben Schwartz um, trait, I think. Uh, just super quick uh, stream of consciousness, nice things. Um and uh, just not afraid to really barrel into some uh, earnesty. Uh, Adam was very earnest, and I appreciated that about him. And uh, it was the sweetest thing. He had a list of things that he wanted to specifically talk about from other episodes of MBSing. Uh, that was definitely a first, and they were all hilarious uh, moments that he brought up and shared specifically. So listen to this. Create your own list of things that you want to talk to me about this episode uh, from, and then, you know, uh, send them to me in a Facebook message or something, or call 405 John Nerd, that's the Nerdlogs uh, podcast hotline, as it were. Um, they'll, they'll come up, you'll have them. There's, there's too much of this episode to not find something that you specifically want to talk to me about. So, uh, get into it. One time in college, someone told me that it was like someone that I kind of considered a mentor. And he was like, How old was he or she? Uh, he was, you, he was like almost 20 years older than me. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so my, he was like literally, yeah, someone I considered a mentor. And he said, like, pretty late in our friendship, and I can't remember what brought it on. I can't remember if anything brought it on, but he was just like, Mary Beth. I figured you out. Um, and I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, you, I don't even really know if you want to be like a performer or like a comedian. I just feel like you really want to be in a band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, dude, I would love to be in a band. And he was like, and I don't even know if I mean in like the musical sense. I think you just want to, I think you just want like band life. And I was like, <sighs> I think my I think entire right. life, <laughs> listen, I think my entire life has come down to I want the band life of activities but ha without having to learn the activity. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh my god, like band life would be great, but I have to learn how to play the guitar. Right? <laughs> yeah. I can't. I don't have. I mean, I can sing. I don't know if I can sing well enough to be like the front woman of a band, um, but that's all I've got. Uh, I used to play the saxophone, but I stopped in band in school band. Yeah, mm -hmm. I uh, I played percussion one year in sixth grade. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I think it's like we had to we had to do one year in music, and like I think my mom knew my like laziness uh, by middle school. She was like, "Whatever he's gonna do, he's not gonna like. I'm not gonna uh, spend. I'm not gonna spend like hundreds of dollars on a saxophone. Or yeah, whatever. right. Like right, just right, give him right. a couple drumsticks. It'll bang up some stuff. For you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Percussion is a thing where did you have to buy one snare drum or something? That's what the drummer practice pad. Practice pad. You only had a practice pad and like a couple drumsticks. But wait, so like this was a. Uh, 
I'm going to tell you one of the uh, most embarrassing moments of my life. Okay. Or, or, or at that time. At All that right. Time. We're already recording. Uh, we're already so. recording. Okay. Well, if we're already recording, <laughs> can I just do one big shout out? Of course. Uh, big shout out to uh, my boy and girl, Chris and Gail. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I'll see you guys at the Golden Nugget after this. <laughs> I love everything about what you just said. I Those literally, are my parents. I have, I have uh, six things I just want to bring up. All, all for past, e- all for past episodes. I just want to hear stories. Yeah. I love it so uh, much. Should I just try to, try to like casually uh, interplay them? Is that yeah. the right word? Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, or yeah. Okay. I'm going to like. Just and, intersperse them whenever intersperse. you feel necessary. You. Yeah. And get it together here on live in front of an audience. All right. Shout out to Chris and Gail. Shout out to Chris and Gail. Okay. Uh, what were we talking? Yeah, percussion. So, uh, so Chris and Gail also had to live the life of having a son who was a percussionist. By the way, my older man. brother was a percussionist. Tough gig. So for a that was very pertinent to the conversation, <laughs> and you didn't even know. <laughs> so they're already they're already uh, perked up. Mm-hmm. 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 They're listening, not because of the name drop. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> Like, the percussion kids were always at the back, you know? Because, like, the big drums that you never played but you always wanted to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like they always had, like, the really, really uh, uh, dusty, like, covers on them. Uh-huh. Because, like, no one ever played them. Right. But so, uh, yeah. Uh, what, was, what were they called again? Timpanies. Okay. Uh, I'm going to continue to call them the dusty big drums. Or kettle drums. Kettle drums. <laughs> kettle chips. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so, like, there'd be, like, you know... 40 minutes out of the 45-minute class, percussion kids are doing nothing. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah. That's how it was in my middle school. Yeah, yeah. it's all about the clarinets. <laughs> yeah. And the flutes. Oh, God, They're both flutes. garbage. Those flutes. <laughs> Could they just stay on key for once? <laughs> no. Uh, there's an old... Uh... There's an old marching band joke. Ooh, I'm, I'm ready for this one? I'm so ready. <laughs> my whole life has been waiting for this moment. How do you get two uh, flutes to play in... Unison, I think, is the joke. How? Shoot one. What? What? Wait. Oh God. How do you get it to sound good? How? Shoot the other one too. Oh, Boom! Damn, that's Roasted. Dark. That's dark. You bad kids are always dark. You guys were dark and making that out of the bleachers. I never, I never got any action in the band. I was what? like the one band kid who like didn't fool around with anyone in band. Well, I feel like that's like the thing that everyone finds out later because it's like I know. where you're just like all these band kids were having sex? And what? I think a lot of people around me were but mm-hmm. I wasn't I didn't I wasn't very I was a huge nerdy loser. Wait what did you play? I don't remember. Saxophone. Saxophone? Mm-hmm. Those were the cool kids. I know. I was a huge nerdy loser until I was well, I'm still a huge nerdy loser, but I was no, like, you were I became less of a nerdy loser in junior and senior year of high school. Oh yeah. So like, and I didn't, mar- I didn't do marching band at that point. I went to a different school. Listen, I definitely, uh, I definitely did the junior year blossom. I right. Think, as well, I yeah. think that's a certain kind of person. I uh, think seventh to like tenth grade oh, is just from sixth to tenth grade. I don't think I had any friends, and yeah. it's like literally uh, to this day has defined my outlook on life. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, wait. So we're gonna I can go back totally to relate to that. So Your bam. most embarrassing story. From middle school. Actually, not even from middle school, but one of them. Didn't okay. do anything. So we're sitting under the table. The we're like sitting under the table. 
of like you know the drums are on tables whatever because we can't afford stands uh, so like the band like the percussion kids we would all like hang out under the table you know what I mean uh, and so <laughs> this guy I don't remember his name but let's just call him Joffrey okay got a Game on the Thrones on the mind yeah I was gonna uh, say yeah. that seems like and I just said Game on the Thrones but Game anyways. on the Thrones of the mind Game on the Thrones on the mind uh, so this this guy this future king Joffrey over here okay. at the end at, mm-hmm. um, at uh, Robert Frost Middle School uh, <laughs> I love that. He takes a real. pencil, takes a pencil, and just throws it from uh, uh, under the table. table. It was like <laughs> hits like whoever was playing at the time, like whatever, <laughs> like like they start like crying, whatever, whatever. Right. Uh, the the sixth grade band teacher. There was two band teachers: wow. the seventh and eighth grade band teacher and the sixth grade band teacher. Okay. Uh, she mentioned like stops the whole orchestra or whatever. You know what I mean? Like uses her wand for a good purpose. Uh huh. Like, stop it. Yeah. Of course, it's like a middle school, so it takes thirty seconds to actually stop. I'm gonna shoot you, assholes. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you, assholes. Uh, she goes, "Who threw that pencil?" And no one says. Of course not. Yeah, because we all grew up on the wire. We know not to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from, Maryland? I'm uh, from uh, Rockville, or Maryland. Outside? Yeah, okay. which is a suburb of D.C. Okay, yeah. right, right, so, right. Uh, the uh, wire is in Baltimore. That's yes, why I yes, brought it yeah, up. yeah. So uh, I'm like an hour and ten minutes away from Baltimore, so I don't know anything about it really. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I, I usually say D.C. to sound, to, also to sound cooler which obviously makes me sound stupider right but, uh, also because it's like uh i literally know nothing about maryland mm-hmm. yeah but so no one says a word so she goes she walks up walks up like the uh whatever what, what is it? it's like not podiums but you know what i'm talking about risers yes risers mm-hmm. yes and she's like did you do it okay going down the percussion line the uh like the losers at percussion oh like, did you do it did you do it and she goes did you do it to joffrey and he goes no but he did, and points to me. What a dick! And, I, and uh, at the time, I was a pretty big tattletale, I'll imagine. I think, yeah. I, I, think I tattled. Yeah, I think, okay. in, but I think in middle school you just tattled. You know yeah, what I, mean? I agree. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really much. There wasn't much honor in middle school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, no, no, I didn't. He did. Like pointing to him. Right. Like, and then Joffrey was like, no, he didn't. He did. And we're like going back and forth, going back and forth. And you go, both of you to the principal's office. Ugh. I had never been to the principal's office before. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and so I started, uh, I started crying on the oh. way to the principal's office. <laughs> the way to the principal's office. Uh... Uh, like I'm in the hallway. Like uh, the teacher, she didn't have. I probably my, would have cried uh, too. I'm gonna be honest. Oh God. Uh, well, that makes me feel much better. To be yeah. Honest. Yeah. But so I'm crying. I'm crying. And the principal's like, "What happened? Whatever. Whatever." And like looking back now, uh-huh. you know, he probably could care less. Right. You know what I'm yeah. Oh, but at the time, that was the that was pencil. the biggest moment of my life. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. What did he? Did, what was justice served? Uh, I think I got. Like in school, uh, in school detention. Really? Yeah. I never ever got detention in high school, but I got a couple. I think it was much easier in middle school to get detention. I think that was just like a hey, you go sit in that room, detention. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like middle or high school was like a big deal to get detention. I um one time, I the only time I can remember getting detention was because there were like four questions at the end of my algebra homework oh, no. that I didn't think we had to do. And I didn't do them. I gave you detention? And my teacher gave me detention. She was so mean. And were you, I was were you like so a, a, upset. a very good math student? Yes. Okay. I was really good at math. 
And it was the only time I, like, anything like that had ever happened. I just, like, didn't, it's not even like I didn't do it. I didn't think we had to do it. And she gave me an after-school detention. Damn! I was so upset, and I was like, this is wrong! Like, it was so unjust. Well, I think it's like we just described. The Mm -hmm. moment, like, you know, like, that first moment when you're growing up or whatever, and it's like... Uh, where not that the, like the world's an unfair place or whatever, but mm-hmm. the first thing where it's like uh, the truth and being right doesn't matter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like the mm-hmm. first time you're just like faced with that and you can't handle it. I still can't handle it sometimes. No, so. me neither. I, it's very. We're all. It's interesting. We're all very like um, fair-minded. I think, mm-hmm. and I don't. And I think that might. I don't know if that's like an American uh, trait inherently. But I do know, I feel like someone was telling me recently that they were in another country and like a bunch of people were like waiting in line for something and someone just like, or maybe it was vice versa. Maybe it was like a bunch of dumb Americans were waiting in line for something dumb and like some foreign people were just like, "Why, why are they doing this? And just like hopped in line. And like, it wasn't even, I feel like it was just like a cultural difference. They weren't even trying to be like rude or unfair. They were just like, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. We're all going to the same place. Like, I, oh, I uh, so I lived in Israel for uh, seven months. Really? College, yeah. And I will say that uh, uh, the uh, the the pile at like a food place, right? You, you never saw a line. It was just yeah. Like, uh, I think that's what yeah. I'm referring to. Is yeah. like for some reason, like the idea of lines and fairness and everyone yeah. having to wait for something uh, in due time is just like Americanly cultural mm-hmm. which is very odd like it seems so innate to us let me ask you this mm-hmm. i'm gonna uh this is gonna be a statement to see how american you are okay okay when uh well you went to fireworks growing up right mm-hmm. fourth of july sure did they play music in the background of the fireworks or no uh i can't remember i would say yes okay usually because uh i remember like for some reason, that being a big moment uh, in my life, when I was like, "Wait a minute! Not everyone plays uh, on a like, so not everyone like rents a terrible DJ to play like this." Yes. Proud to be yes. American. Oh, that's absolutely they the only way I've ever watched fireworks is ba-da-ba-ba. with patriotic songs yeah. backing them up. But yeah. I remember like going to my cousin's firework uh, celebration in New York, and it was just like. <laughs> And I was like, what do you guys do? You're just staring at bright lights. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's something really missing. I mean, we watched the Boston Pops almost every year. So we would oh, always great. like, okay. so it was like, oh, what, listening to orchestral music while you watch fireworks on TV. Which okay. is like, that is an American? I don't know what it is. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I feel like watching fireworks without uh, music is like watching Garden State without music. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. It's just like Zach Braff's face. Like looking, yeah. like, emotional. I'd be like watching. Uh, Which, by the way, big big uh, ZB fan over here. You are. I, I don't know if I'm a big ZB fan, but I like Scrubs. I was going to say that watching Garden State without music would be like watching um, one person light off fireworks that they got at a gas station Ooh, okay. without music You're on. From Boston, Massachusetts. I'm no, from, from South, South, South Carolina. Carolina yeah. Me. Don't know why I said that. I think because you said Boston pops. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Probably. Yeah, I knew that. South Carolina, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
right from like recreational fireworks. Big no, 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 no. no. Oh, really? Yeah. No, oh, no, 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 no. people do that all oh, the time. Yeah. And, and I, that's also when I realized everywhere else in America, that's what really much life yeah. was about. But like, yeah. yeah, I didn't know that was a thing until at least I was like, again, middle school. When, right. uh, when the, like the man behind the curtain came out <laughs> my entire life. Ugh, God, Robert Frost Middle School. <laughs> Robert Frost. That's, <sighs> man, there's something so, oh man, I... His, poetic. Uh, I was yeah. gonna say poetic, and I'm not gonna ch- take his, it uh, back. A bunch of re- not even from one poem, but a bunch of lines from random po- of his poems were uh, painted on a mural in the, in the front. Of course, I was like, why would it not just be one poem? Yeah, so we can enjoy uh, in, an in entire mm-hmm. yeah po- poem lines out of context. So what I'm trying to say is, I, I know a lot of Robert Frost, not in context. Lines. Because well, I stared at them while I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think segues nicely oh, into <laughs> what your topic is. What is my topic? Um, my guest, first of all, is Adam Levin. Hi, guys. Um, Adam is going to be talking about failure. I am? I yeah. thought we were going to be talking about breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to leave right now. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be talking about failure every I would still. I would talk to you about breakfast sandwiches. I love breakfast well, sandwiches. There's nothing left to talk about with food after the Julia White episode. That was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. She's great. Oh my god. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things I wrote down, which I wanted to mention, which just made me laugh so hard, is when Julia White said the word, whatever, I'm a goddess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I laughed so hard. Do you even remember the context of it? Oh, I think it was just like, stuff. oh, I think it was just about how she makes her macaroni and cheese or something. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was, was like, so like... Gorgeously yeah. proud of yeah. how good she was. It was it. like unashamed of just how how uh, how decadent it was. And I like, love of course, it. Love, yeah. I, love, I was like, I want that in my mouth right oh, now. Oh, it sounded incredible. But it was like I felt like she was like, oh, I need to validate this. So she's like, whatever. whatever. I'm a motherfucking <laughs> goddess, Beyonce. She's <laughs> oh perfect. my god. I, I love like, her so much. Uh, I'm not kidding. I fell asleep listening to that last night. <laughs> That's uh, kind of adorable. Yeah. Uh, you guys are my lullaby. That's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. I. Um, oh, real quick in the, that same episode, mm-hmm. can I talk about something you said? <laughs> you were expl- oh, no. you were talking about conditions. In uh-huh. <laughs> what is this pocket of mashed potatoes? And I laughed so hard again. I had never eaten a Kanish before. And I was like, this is incredible. Oh, yeah. And you know there's two kinds of Kanishes, right? Oh, really? Yeah. You had the deep fried one. There's also yes. baked ones. Yeah, I yeah. had deep fried. But I literally was like crying laughing so hard. Because I never heard that explained as a pocket of mashed potatoes. It was so good. It was so good. I'm glad you loved that. That was the only thing I could think about it. I had There's like, like scooched it open and <laughs> gobbed a bunch of ketchup down the middle and just, yeah, it was a mashed potato pocket. That's just a street it. treat. <laughs> it was a street, street treat. treat. It Which was is uh, going to be our two-person improv group. Street mate. treat. Hey, guys, we're street treat. <laughs> they were both at the same time. So ready? Hey, guys, we're street treat. Can is. we get a suggestion of your favorite street treat? Uh, I really like a hot dog. I like those hot dogs <laughs> that are just in warm water. <laughs> Uh, Warm water hot dogs. Thank you. Thank you. you. Dildo. Oh, that should have been the bad suggestion. Oh, no. Was that, was that, I I wish we had been doing like an opening that was just word association. Word association? So you're, that's our form, is that we just have a word association opening. Okay, okay, so let's do it again. So it was like hot water, hot water hot dog. Hot water, our tepid, tepid water hot dog. Yeah, you go first. Ooh, New York City. The Big Apple. Take a bite. Beep, beep. Hey, I'm walking here. (laughs) 
<laughs> Street crossing. Jay walking. Jay Leno. Dead of shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and then sweep, sweep into. Sweep, 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 sweep. Into, uh, and then we do a soundscape. Yes. So yeah, we're just doing, we're just actually now doing a soundscape. So that it's like beep, beep. That was my Broadway sound. I don't know. <laughs> I just imagined in every Broadway show there's going to be a cha-cha, cha-cha. Mm -hmm. And also in every musical, I imagine, there's going to be a, kind of like the way Obama talks where it's like, uh, it's like, I'm talking like this, and then mm -hmm. I talk like this, and then I say something really fast. You know what yeah, I mean? That's kind of yes. like, ba-ba, ba-ba, ba I kind of imagine every musical is just like, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
I that's why I wanted him to be on the podcast. I just think everything he does is funny. Like if I had a sitcom in my life, I would want him to be my roommate sitcom sitcom yeah. roommate. Yeah, like, I would like, love that. Just not even. I don't even want him to play a character. I just wanted to play Jeff Murdoch. He's so funny. It's I outrageous. was dying during that. It's all. Oh I mean, obviously, God. I was. Too, I feel like I barely did anything except laugh. I think he might episode. be like you know that improv crush thing. Yes, I think that he, he might would be, be yours. Crush. That's a good improv yeah. crush. I think someone else might have. Picked him. Already poached him? You uh, should figure out who it was. So I could kill him like those flutists? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes. Okay, real quick, real quick, Jeff Murdoch thing. Okay. Okay. So I remember I was seeing some show at IO. I don't remember what TV's on, mm-hmm. but it was whatever the TV Jeff Murdoch's uh, on. I don't know what Harold Team plays with right now. He used to be on um, Butch Max, but okay. they got cut. Uh. It was. It might have been. How recently? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's let's pretend. Six uh, months ago. So maybe? you know, it was when he was on uh, Beer Bottle Time Machine. Okay. Yeah, the right. classic uh, IO Herald team Beer Got Bottle it. Time Machine. Yep. Uh, and so it was basically this scene, and of course I'm going to explain it in broad scene, which is everyone's worst nightmare. So it was, it was basically the scene. Where it's it was okay. Like, I have a couple of scenes that I could explain that Jeff has done that would probably still be funny out of context. So I go. <laughs> so it's basically the scene was I forget who initiated it, but it was basically the scene was like. He was very uh, unsatisfied with his life. He wants to like feel the great feelings, like he wants to be in love or whatever, and mm-hmm. he like wants to uh, jump out of a plane or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so Jeff was saying, "No, man, you got to get the pleasure out of the small things in life." Uh, and then he was giving examples, and he was like, uh, "He's like, when, he's like, when I, he's like, when I uh, take a shit, it feels like <laughs> it feels like a Corvette going through a, a, plate, a plate glass window." <laughs> and, like, the explosion of laughter that came out, like, I never heard a laughter that big in Iowa my entire life. It was like an atomic bomb went off. Like, I've never heard anything in my life that, like, that collective laughter. Right, right. Yeah. There was no one in the room who didn't think that was oh, yeah. the funniest thing they've ever heard. Well, then I realized that it was all coming out of my mouth and it was standing at me. <laughs> and then Jeff had to be like, Adam, you're ruining the show. Stop it. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jeff is... Is just too funny. Too funny. Because uh, I love Julia and Jeff. I think are two uh, of my favorite performers in the city. So it's nice that those are the people that you have uh, singled I also, out already. I was listening to Claire's, mm-hmm. and weirdly enough, and I was thinking about this. Uh, she mentioned something where it's like whenever she meets a Claire, she immediately likes them. Mm-hmm. Whenever I meet an Adam, I immediately you mean- dislike them. <laughs> I think that like just shows up my personality. It really does. Oh, it truly does, oh. especially about the difference yeah. between the two of you. Basically, she's good and I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's Adam and Claire, not Adam and Eve. I don't know. It's hey, so I just great. don't know it, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of failure, <laughs> what? Uh, I I thought it was Sean Price. Do you know that gentleman? I do mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Sean Price. Uh, Good guy, good guy. Yeah, uh, I, I've seen him perform a lot more than I have actually mm-hmm. interacted with. Actually, him as uh, a directing is one man show right oh, now. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Very uh, cool. But so yeah, the price uh, of fame. The price of fame. Wow, I think uh, the name we're gonna use is out the window. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Wanna... What if it was a good? What if it was a night a fun pun and it was just the price of lame? What if it was the name was just fun pun? <laughs> <laughs> like a good fun pun street meat. That street would, treat. I feel like if my last name was Price and I wanted to do a self-deprecating one-man show title, the price of lame. Just a poster of him with a turtleneck on. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You gotta yeah. wear a turtleneck at a one-man show. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I, have you seen? Um, uh, they did a decent one-man show bit with 
Fred Armisen on SNL, but my favorite one-man show thing I've ever seen was from the short-lived Michael and Michael Have Issues from oh, Comedy sure. Central. Yeah, I've only seen a few of those, but it was only on for like eight episodes? Or yes. Yeah, something very short-lived. Yeah. Uh, those poor guys, they're so funny. And, and His WTF was caustic, by the way. Yeah, woof. Yeah, Hard to was, listen to. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I think, I couldn't decide how much of it I thought was put on, um, which I do think at least some of it was. Um, but they had this bit that was a sketch that was all last lines from one man shows and it so was in fucking credible. If you can find it online or something, I'll jot it down and try to put it in the notes if I can find it. You know, if you want to, you know, maybe uh, post it on my wall tomorrow, give me a really, uh, <laughs> a really nice gift of when I'm checking my phone in the bathroom at work. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't check your phone on the floor, Adam! <laughs> already heard that a million times. <laughs> like, sorry, I, I also, gotta check Instagram. I have also gotten in trouble for checking my phone at work before. Uh, so I feel like that's a... Common... And I'm like, sorry, manager, manager, uh, not to be named. It's like, it's telling me not to breathe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, you're directing Sean Price's one man show. That was, you just gave I his just name because yes. he, oh, because I saw Noah with, with you. Yeah. Uh, oh God, should we, should we do a, a major segue into Subject Town? Uh, I feel like we can, we can I don't care. It's, it's we can still take a lot. I feel like of, you were going towards there and I was anticipating. Okay. Once we start Subject Town, the tangents can still flow freely. Oh, thank God. So don't think just because we're on one road, we can't pull off at an exit and uh, stop at Wendy's. I think Is that on the uh, back of a Tom Petty album? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on the back of Tom Petty's t-shirt that has uh, an eagle bursting through an American flag on the front. Oh, and that was uh, played at our 4th of July party. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah>. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Full oh, circle. Oh, God. Uh, uh, what... What do you think? So you, I asked you something that you love, know a lot about, or are passionate about. Yes. And you told me, well, uh, rom coms or failure. Yes. Or, My third or one that I didn't send you... was going to be boy bands. Oh, that's <laughs> but that's great. a whole separate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, to, that is so intriguing to me, the idea of being of loving or being passionate about or knowing a lot about failure. So where where do you think that began? You just gotta write what you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's interesting to me. I think um, the reason why I chose that as my subject or mm-hmm. whatever was um, uh, so I I uh, you know just uh, oh I broke it down to like when I was thinking about it mm-hmm. like whatever I broke it down to three three topics of right failure, okay like that we could talk about oh cool yeah. I love it so. Improv failures, mm-hmm. romantic failures, professional failures. <laughs> okay. okay. I feel like those All are like right. three fun things we could talk about. Yes. Whatever. You know what I mean? I love it. Because mm-hmm. it's like no one no one wants to talk about like my weird relationship with my uncle. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. So basically, uh, oh man, like two weeks ago, found out I uh, did not make a Herald team for the second oh, time. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I knew cool. you had just gone back through five B's, but I, I was, I literally thought to myself the other day, I wonder when they announce when that Herald team is formed. I know. I'm sorry. It's all good. Uh, I didn't make a Herald team when I went through five B's and I haven't done it again. Well, hey, you're amazing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're wonderful too. Oh, stop. Uh, so that has been like, just been on my mind. Of course. It's hard Uh, not to be. And I didn't realize like how much stock I put into it until mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean. Of and course, it was like, yeah. And it was sort of just like it wasn't even like stock. It was just 
you know, like when you have a like a calendar, you're, you're planning your calendar. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I already planned my future calendar. Oh, and now I'm just playing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so. I was keeping Thursday nights open. Oh, God. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, uh, I already assumed everyone else on that team would have had Thursday nights open too. Right, no, right, uh, right. But, uh, yeah, and it was just like, man, I'm, st I'm still kind of in it. Like, right now it's weird because I think it was like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been like really manic. You know what I mean? Which oh. is weird. Where it's like, uh, I've definitely like, the past two weekends I've had like two crazy drunk experiences, which oh, I would love to share. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm thinking there have to be like just a form of therapy or getting over it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's totally natural to just try to figure out a way to like get out a bunch of that frustration. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because it's like a second time thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like the first time I went through, and like that was a whole thing in itself, but it's like, you know, when I didn't, I knew I wasn't ready or whatever. I'd never mm -hmm. done improv before. Mm -hmm. It was like a fun experience. But um, I was your fir the first improv you ever did. I had taken level A, mm -hmm. and then like during level B, I took level one at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like I moved here, and like then two days later, I was at level A. So it was like I had when I started IO, I had eight weeks of uh, zip zaps off training. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's also, really hard to make a team in that situation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like and few I, people do. I didn't even, like, you know, I'd seen a, some improv in my life, but like, mm -hmm. didn't know. It was such a learning uh, curve or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But also, I didn't, I knew two and a half people when I moved here, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it was like, I put all of my social life Yeah, into, of course. And it really hindered me uh, to do scenes because it's like, in, in your class, you're just like, oh, I can't do a bad scene. I want these people to be my best oh, friends. Right, you know right, what I mean? right, 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 yeah. So you're like, what was I doing with that ladle? I shouldn't have picked up that stupid ladle. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. It was everything because it was like it had to do with my social life also. Mm -hmm. um, but also so many... Wow. I met you through someone that was in your 5B level that I was dating at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, what's up with that guy right now? Who I haven't him? seen him in... Really long. I think I've seen him like once or twice since we broke up. Right now, I think he's even one of those guys that pops into my life once a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, I think he story, just is that story. kind of. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he should. What kind of guy he should mm -hmm. be to everyone? Yeah. <laughs> no offense to him. Oh, as long but... as, as long as if he's healthy and he healthy, God bless him. You yeah, I mean? I, his hair is so long now; it's foul. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just I just okay. saw a picture of, of it on Facebook recently. It was like, no, uh, it was already uh -huh. too long while we were dating, and now it's just out of control. Uh, if you're listening to this, Nick Demos, cut your hair. Oh, you can drop the name. Yeah, right? I okay, did. I, I didn't I, know if I you thought about. To I thought about. Yeah, I don't care. Fair enough. <laughs> Every, a lot of people know that I, we dated. I feel like he doesn't even perform that much anymore. Yeah, I don't. Do you even in Chicago still? Who knows? I Who knows? honestly, he could not be in Chicago, and mm -hmm. I wouldn't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it was like, yeah. I guess I'll start from there, and then we'll backtrack. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so doing IO. Um, Living with John O'Toole. Yeah. John O'Toole, what up? Uh, <laughs> it was like me, John O'Toole, and this other guy who was... I moved here when I was tw 23. You knew John O'Toole when you moved I here? I didn't. Okay. Uh, the only person I knew in the comedy in the comedy scene was uh, my best friend in high school went to uh, do like a semester of high school in Israel and where oh. she met Joe Feldman. Oh, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Because that was the other... I like had met you once... Because Joe was coaching a team that I was on. Ooh, what team? Um, the team Tanners. Yeah, an independent oh, team. Oh, that's right. Me yeah, and Jesse yeah. mm -hmm. and Becca Tobble. I remember that. Yeah, and you came to one of those shows. Yeah. And we talked after that. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember which 
I can't remember if I met you through Nick first gallery, or through right? that first. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we like got caught in the rain. Uh, Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. I think we took a cab. We, yeah, oh, we like yeah. rode the Clark bus together and I was just going to like walk from Clark to my place and you were going to a house party and so we just shared a cab. I yeah. remember... Uh, I, I had forgotten about that Me until too. you mentioned yes. that you're, one of your first friends was Joe Feldman and I was like, it's all coming back. All it's coming all coming back, back to, to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered having lunch with you and Nick being like one of the first times we ever oh god yeah that was great too because I was working at that gym at the time but we'll get to that so uh, so I also I remember that bus ride too because it was like I was so 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 uh, in need of like human human Mm. contact you know what I mean where I was like oh my god I'm talking to a girl in public (laughs) because like I remember moving here and maybe it's just like my specific personality or whatever who I am or maybe it's like just the East Coast Midwest thing is much bigger than I imagined or whatever mm-hmm. in terms of differences but I remember like my first couple of months here I would talk to people and it was almost like they, I would look at their face and like they couldn't like they didn't understand what I was saying and then they wouldn't say anything and they would just walk away really and I was like am I not what, what's happening like right in now? the like people that you just randomly would, met yeah it'd be mm. like like you know I'd be like can I get a one Jamba juice please <laughs> or whatever right. and like the guy would just like not give me the juice and walk away I'm like what was happening right <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like that being like my existence for three months when I first moved here like I, no job yeah. I'm living in like Ravenswood I feel like that's not Ravenswood is lovely, by the way. I like Ravenswood. Yeah. I, mean, I just, just, uh, it's just I was a very family neighborhood. Yes. Uh, so it's like this guy. I had a bushy beard at the time, and I lived next to a playground and a, a oh, children's okay. ballet studio. Yeah. So I would like go get breakfast, hungover at like ten in the morning on a Wednesday, and like literally, <laughs> like mothers would like move their children from me because it's like, why is there just some twenty-year-old beard guy in this neighborhood? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. Like while well, Jonathan so was like off, uh, like trading fruit or whatever, <laughs> whatever he was doing at the time. <laughs> trading fruit. I, it's like family business is like uh, the fruit salesman really? or something. Really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, he was like on the docks. I, I could be getting all this wrong, by the way, but I hope uh, I'm not. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. So yeah, so uh, went through the first time, interned. Uh, I was also working at Second City as a host at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I worked like four nights a week and uh, all the night. So like nighttime job as well, like crazy yeah. vampire life. And working there, uh, Friday and Saturday nights, it's a two show night. Oof. So first show is at eight, second show is at 11. eleven. On Saturday they have an improv set at one, so the audience gets out at one forty-five at the you earliest or whatever. We get out at like two thirty, and then you drink at the ale house till five. Of course, yeah, of course. So it's like that was my life. Yeah, so like literally my weekends around like five these the first time. My weekends were I work a two show night or start around like level five uh, this time, but the first time around it's like I would work at Second City two show night. Okay, so oh. get to bed at like three four in the morning. Right, have like. Level five with Craig Euler at like maybe it was either yeah it was Noon like three, three it was like three so I like wake up you know at like two <laughs> yeah. go there uh, have class at three uh, go get a couple of drinks with classmates until eight then I would intern in the IO box office oh, uh, like on a Saturday night Oof. and be there till like two or whatever wake up and then work the Sunday uh, matinees or nights it was just like the craziest that weekend is life. crazy yeah. that's uh, crazy mm-hmm. I've never had a job where I worked more on the weekends than I did during the week oh man well lucky you yeah I know <laughs> no 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 no, no. I'm kidding I'm kidding uh yeah, no, it's weird because it's like I right now my weekends are like Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's like I work Sundays, and it's like even on Sunday, it's like it still has that Sunday energy. You yes, know what I mean? so it's yeah. weird, and it's like kind of just ingrained with you. Even if you have like even if Tuesday and Wednesday is your weekend, it doesn't feel like a weekend, right? You know? Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. 
to hear you say. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's not like you can just call people up and go out and stay out late on a Tuesday. Like yeah. most people have to work the next day. Mm -hmm. So, um, Wait, how long have you been here? Three and a half years. Okay, so I moved here in September of 2010. Okay, so you've been you were here like a, I've been here like two and a half years. So mm -hmm. you were here a year longer than me. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so yeah, first first I think yeah didn't didn't make a didn't make a one of those teams. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, it was like it was like you know obviously bummed whatever whatever. Right. And also it was just kind of like that weird thing where it's like. Uh, you know, that was like pretty much my entire friend group at the time. Yeah, you know? and of it was course. Just like, then it got weird, and like people didn't really hang out anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's hard, man. Yeah. It's really hard. Like you like those people a lot, and especially if it's the first group that you ever interact with mm -hmm. in Chicago, the first friends you ever have. That you know, some people make the team, most people don't. Mm -hmm. You still you don't know how to like coordinate hanging out with one another if you're not going to class or like going to see shows on nights that you guys have free and like commenting in your, you know, group level. It's crazy how that Facebook group just kind of dies off, huh? Yeah. yeah. People mm -hmm. still post in ours every once in a while, but it's always like plugging a show or like trying to get some people together to like work on something, but yeah. hardly anyone ever replies to it or anything. Uh, wait, how long ago did you go through it? Last August is when I finished. Okay. Um, and like, how did how did you feel about it? You know, like, uh, um, not I had, to put you on the spot. Or sure, anything? no. Um, so I had gone through the annoyance program. Yeah, you and got me like, my internship there. Thank you very much. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so happy when I walked in and saw you interning. I was so happy. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I that love you saw me. Yeah, yeah, I love giving people like trying to help people in situations like that because like I you know. I, I got I've gotten helped in those kind of situations too and I feel like it all evens out somewhere. Not that it's like a totally selfish thing, but it's nice to be able to pay it forward. Yeah. Um Do you feel weird when people give you gifts or are you genuinely happy? I I don't really know how to accept gifts very well. I I'm a much better giver than receiver. Yes. Right. I think I am also know how weird that sounded. <laughs> We'll get to that in the romantic Straight treats. So yeah, like I already felt, and I had done not like large amounts of shows there or anything. I'd like understudied for a couple things cool. and had been in like one show. I started level one at IO when I was still, I guess I hadn't understudied for anything yet when I started at IO, but I still felt very much like a part of the annoyance community. I was yeah. like interning. I knew a lot of people there. Um, I started, I like kind of, uh, was seeing, I don't know if we were seeing each other at the time. I think we had already um, parted ways. You, uh, you and, uh, McNapier? Yes. Um, uh, I was in mixed class when... Um, oh, you took his class? I can never get in. I'm, oh, really? Sorry, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he used to teach it every term. Okay. And now he doesn't yeah. teach the like advanced improv every term anymore. Because I think he just got... It just got too monotonous for him. So he's trying to vary it cool. up a little. Yeah, I really hope to take that someday. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. You should. Um, so I was still in his class when I started level one at IO, which I think made it very, very weird. Because it was just like... He was giving us all these very, like, specific, very helpful notes and feedback. And just, and it was all very much about, like, your individual experience. Yeah. And 
then I would like go to my class at IO and it was very much like, all right, let's, you know, do, let's practice what an opening is and like, you know, let's do things that are building group character and like group uh, mind and, and thing and theory and things like that. Um, and just, and that was so, those things were so like, um, conflicting that I think I just was like, oh man, you know, of course I was getting more out of like the final level of a class at any theater. Um, and, um, so I think I was, I went into it more just like, well, I've got to do something like this is the next thing I do. Yeah. Um, so I was, I already had like a decent amount of other stuff going on. Like I was on a couple of improv teams. Uh, I was on, you know, the teams that I'm still on one group mine and with the playground, um, and like kind of a part of the annoyance community. So I think I went into it very differently than, uh, a lot of people do. I was going to say than you did, but I would say than most people did. And, I'm, and I hate saying stuff like that because I feel like it makes me sound like a douche. No, I would argue that your mindset, like, probably better in a way. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like... It's just a very different know. experience. Please. Uh, it's just a very different experience. And so I feel like that definitely affected um, what, what I... How my experience was uh, throughout the program... Um, and not, it was just, um, I liked a lot of the people that I met. There were very few people that I was just like, I don't even want to associate with you. Uh, there were a lot of people that I was like, I have a lot of fun playing in class with you, but I spent very little time with my classmates outside of class. Um, okay. I would say my first go around was incestuous. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, and I never, and there were a lot of people in my level that were like that too. And I just wasn't, uh, I'd say I had like the 70 people, like 45 of us were just like, we're super close and hung out all the time. That's the impression yeah. I got too from, cause I was dating someone who was in your level. Right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know if our level was even like that as close as yours were, but there were definitely a lot of people who, you know, formed independent teams and still hang out all the time. And, uh, and you know, met, going through that process and I just didn't have that experience uh when I I would say when I was like finishing up I was trying not to put too much weight on whether or not I would make a team uh I was trying not to really um care whether or not I made a team mostly out of self-preservation yeah more than anything else and also like trying to just be content with the things I was already doing, which I, which I am and and I still am, but you still, it's still this huge thing that you went through with all, it's a, you know, one, uh, uh, unifying experience that you all go through at the same time. And, you know, not making that, not making a team at the end is not making a team at the end. You know, it's gonna, it's gonna be a hard thing to, um, go through regardless of what you come into it with uh which is to say yeah like I was bummed out when I when I found out um I uh I'm not putting on the spot right now no um no I haven't ever no it's pertinent and uh I don't mind talking about it at all yeah because uh I'll tell you about my 
reaction to my second, second rejection one. and it gets much darker. Yeah, the yeah. thing is like I don't uh I think I might try to do Harold auditions if I have the opportunity to when they come around. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go through 5Bs again. Uh Yeah, I mean, I like uh, Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, yeah. it's fine. I don't know if I have anything else like profound to say about it. I wasn't surprised that I didn't get put on a team, but I was like frustrated and and uh dismayed um and uh i don't know there were a lot of people who when they found out were very like um supportive and like oh man that's total bullshit which like feels nice but in the end means nothing (laughs) uh, yeah i mean like the the day and a half of that this go around Mm -hmm. was like Again, where you're just like, there's like a tinge of comfort, but then it's like, it's still yeah. meaningless. You know what right. I mean? But yeah, I mean like the first girl, I'm like, you know, I wasn't good. At yeah. Like, I, I was bad at improv, You know what right. I mean? Like, uh, I just like wasn't good. So like, mm-hmm. I actually, this second time around, went back to level three. Really? Like three, four, five, five B. Because I was like, I also... That's good though, yeah. to kind of get to know the other people in the level instead of just yeah. like well, it wasn't. It in. was also just like, I wanted to get better at improv. You sure. know what I mean? Like I had... Uh, I've done like A through E, I've done IO twice now, and I've done Annoyance up to five. Mm-hmm. And uh, Annoyance, like, obviously, like, great classes like that. But for me, I don't think it really personally helped me get much better at improv because I was so terrified in a lot of the classes. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Rich, man, was so scary. I love Rich. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think, he like, intimidating. Yeah, it was just like this, kind of reminded me of my dad, where it was just like this, uh, like, this tall man with a deep voice, you yeah, know what I mean, who was just right. like, like, prove me right. Yeah, you know what I mean? And yes. I'm just like, oh, man. He's, I'm... it's so funny. I mean, it's just like his persona. And yeah. I had him for every single level. Really? Like, uh, if not for him, the whole class, but like he would sub in, oh. if not. So it was just like, like a year of Rich Zone. Uh, That's so funny. Yeah, and granted, like of course, uh, I remember one time I was interning and I had I was doing the lights. Okay, uh-huh. and I was doing lights for like TNT. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Was pretty much just Armando, shows, but yeah, yeah. without the monologues and that annoyance. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, like same people, same no, cast, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I remember like there was an intermission. Did you ever do lights for that show or anything? Mm-hmm. Or, so there was an intermission, and never done the lights before. I was always a box office intern, and so basically they were like, okay, Adam, like one of us will give you like a thumbs up to turn the lights down to, and uh, intermission and we'll start, you know, turn the music off, whatever, whatever. Start act two. And so, you know, there was that curtain. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I see Rich Sohn after like 10 minutes of the intermission. He gives me like a big thumbs up. But then he walks towards the lobby and I was like, what do I do? Well, what do I do? Oh, what do I do? No. And he totally just got me because then they just like awkwardly walked out with the lights and the music up and I was like, oh, just like, uh... and I could just like, I could just like hear him like laughing walking down the hallway. Uh... That's he so just burned me funny. so good. I know. That's really funny. Uh, but so, uh, yeah. And again, like, of course, um, of course, I learned stuff from the annoyance. Uh-huh. I love, like, the class. But I think just at the, where I was at the time and also the job I had and, like, where I was at in life yeah. and, like, mentally, just, like, it wasn't sinking in. Uh, I think that I had a similar experience at I.O. In right the on. sense that, like, I wouldn't say, like, I didn't feel like I learned stuff because I did... But I do think that, like, where I was in my life at the time definitely affected what I got out of the classes. Sure. No, I definitely... Yeah, like, it's always in hindsight, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, the one cool thing about the first time I went through I.O. was uh, there was that show Saturday, Saturday Mm -hmm. around. And, Mm -hmm. like, that's where Migdal and I, like, uh, 
uh, made our bones, Cut your if teeth. you will. Yeah, because uh, like we would do Saturday to Saturday a bunch. Cool. Yeah, and it was like if you, I mean, there's nothing like it now to do that to go from like. Like, hey, do you want to start a sketch group and then play a sold-out audience at I.O.? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? right, It was like yeah, a yeah. 10.30 show with a sold-out audience. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's like obviously there's a million shows around town you can try material at, but uh-huh. not like an audience Not like that, like that. And a yeah. lot of times it would be like, or majority, because performers never saw that show. No. You know what I mean? It was like 98% real audience. And yeah. a lot of times it was sold out. Yeah. So it was like amazing to test material. At cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a great experience. How did yeah. you end up doing Saturday Saturday? Uh, Jason Chin, I had him for level four, the first one, and I remember, I think he sent out, like, an email to oh, students cool. and, like, Carrollton people, and, like, we, I basically pitched him a bunch of ideas, and he liked them, and then, nice. yeah, we were just, that's like, great. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was great awesome. Initiative. Yeah. That was awesome. That kind of got Migdal and I going. Yeah, that's uh, wonderful. Yeah, Snack Boys. Uh, I love the Snack Boys. <laughs> snack Boys. You guys sketch the show, was hilarious. Thank you, thank and you very much. That, I just thought of... Um, we're worms the other day. Oh, yeah. Like we're worms. I was like riding my bike and laughed to myself. We're worms. Fuck, Fuck what you heard. We're worms. Wormy wormy worms. <laughs> Did I mention that we're worms? <laughs> hey y'all, worms. How you doing, worms? worms. And <laughs> context, they were both in full um uh sleeping, sleeping bags. bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh which by the way, uh I borrowed them from this guy Ryan Ford, who's a oh, the improv you, scene, who I might you be. Said uh, you yeah, might live I, well, he also got me a job at where I work now. So Ryan Ford is a lovely <laughs> angel of a gentleman, and uh, I can't wait to snuggle with him. Anyway, so uh, he had sleeping bags because uh, you know we're city folk who has sleeping bags. No, anyway, so he had sleeping bags, but uh, it was like one was his and one was his roommates. And his roommate, you know, God bless him, uh, large gentleman, much bigger than me. <laughs> I'm six feet tall. This kid's like six four, maybe, Jeez. and uh, you know, not skinny like me. Uh, so I, of course, Big Doll's like, I don't, you know, he's a tinier gentleman. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he got the other one, and I got the big one. And did you notice, like, as soon as, like, yeah. as soon as I stood up, I just went, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. It was supposed to be a reveal that you yeah. guys had the wings and everything, yeah, right? Yeah, butterfly wings on. And uh-huh. as soon as I stood up, it just went, like, nope. And, yeah. and you could tell Adam has butterfly wings on, mm-hmm. and that mics are still concealed because he is in the smaller of the two sleeping yep. bags. Yeah. That's really funny. It was so funny because it's like, you know, I'm sure, like, uh, when you guys do shows, mm-hmm. uh, it's like you know you, you think of every detail or whatever. Except for there's always a few you, you don't even yes. think that you have to think about it. For yes. example, like I never tried on the sleeping bag because <laughs> I was like, why would I have to do that? Yeah. And then like as soon as I like hopped up, I was like, nope, and it just fell off of me. You always find it's like every show has one of those moments, though. Uh huh. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, okay, where were we? Where were we? Uh, where were we? I don't want to be that guy that go back to the subject, though. That's weird, right? No, uh... Street me? Street treats. Street, street treats, uh... Okay, yeah, You met so, Big Dog. So, an annoyance, Saturday, whatever. Saturday, Saturday, yeah. going through annoyance. Uh, so, yeah, annoyance, like, that's what class I was taking. Um, and then when we get to the professional side of failures, it's when I was managing a gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, um... We'll, we'll do improv first, I guess. Okay. Yeah, then we'll go to whatever. So, yeah. uh... Yeah, and it was like, uh, I mean, honestly, like, I'll say right now, like, I still want to be on a Herald team. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, it's something I would like to do maybe sometime in my life. Uh, But so, I was like, you know what? Like, let's just try it again, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I signed up for level three with Colleen Doyle, like, one of the best improv classes I ever had. Yeah, Yeah, I had her for two levels. She was amazing. Oh, my God. Like, uh, I had all, I liked all of my teachers there. Like, it wasn't even a teacher thing. It was just like, um, yeah, I mean. Um... Well, yeah, so I had it for level three, and I was like, if I like it, I'll keep going, whatever, whatever. And yeah, loved it. She's mm-hmm. so great. Uh, 
She's great. And so I kept going, whatever, whatever. And I felt like, like, you did improv in college, right? As I'm looking mm-hmm. at your yes. improv college poster, right? Like, Short uh, form. Okay, cool. But, like, when did you feel like you got, like, confident in improv? I'm not talking about performing. I'm not talking about performing. I'm not talking about comedy, not acting. Just, like, the act of improv, or, like, doing improv. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like this, everything's pretty specific. Sure. Um, when I was in college, uh, I started, I got on that team, speaking of failure, the first time I auditioned for my college improv team, yeah. I didn't get placed on it. Okay. Um, they, I had a lot of friends who were on the team uh, that I auditioned in the winter. That spring they had held another audition. The friends I had who were on the team were like, please audition again, please audition awesome. again. Okay. I'm not sure if I would have yeah. if they hadn't been like... Um, come on, like, trust us. Like, <laughs> so, uh, I auditioned again. I got put on the team from that audition. Um, and I would say it took until my, like, second semester junior year is just when the team really started firing on all cylinders. So I think as a result of that yeah, is when I became shoot, yeah. a lot more confident. Cool. And so, like... The second half of my junior year and my senior year, we were very popular on campus. Cool. Everyone on the team was, like, my best friends. I mean, Stephanie is still my best friend, and we did improv together in college. One of our other friends, like, moved up to Chicago as well. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. four of the people on that poster live in Chicago. Um, and uh, so I think my improv experience has almost always been based around ensemble which right. is interesting because i was just like i love the annoyance because it was all about uh <laughs> each individual yeah. uh performer and you know io was more about the ensemble but i like i just i like having fun and playing with my friends yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that was what i liked about doing it in in college and uh oh i mean look i think like uh at this time like going through um uh, me, Alex. Do you know Alex Nichols mm-hmm. uh, and Andrew Garman? Do you know Andrew mm-hmm. Garman? Yeah, we had a group. Triple A battery. Yeah, AAA battery. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> some of the most fun I've ever had. It was really. You yeah, I've yeah. seen you guys at least once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys and uh, yeah, and uh, like uh, at the time, like at the time, like they were, and still I imagine are like uh, you know they're some of my favorite people to watch and mm-hmm. play like, but probably most fun. I think they're like the only independent group I've ever been on that's done like more than two shows. Really? But so, yeah. Uh, so, like, they just like carried me for like mm-hmm. so many shows because my confidence was so low I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, and the thing is, I say, like, so I got really confident my my second half of my junior year and my senior year and then I came here and wasn't as confident in annoyance classes and then when I got put on my first long form team in Chicago, the first anything that I did in Chicago. I was in level three at Annoyance. Everyone else on my team had been through at least one training center, if not yeah. two or all of them. Yeah. And I was so cripplingly intimidated. Yeah. And not even by anything they were doing, just by my own... Oh, it's, it's all personal. Yeah. Personal. You know what I mean? So I would yeah. barely go out in shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there are still times when I get... I mean, I like I'm not a confident enough improviser that you just like put me with a group and I'll go out and just like play up a storm. Like I, I yeah. kind of still thrive in like protected situations where I'm with my friends and, uh, know that I can do things and be supported. Yeah. I mean, Oh, I mean, yeah, that's like the, and it's the best and mm-hmm. it's so rare. Like, let me get, uh, this isn't even an improv moment. But I was thinking about this the other day, which is, uh, Mike and I have been doing, uh, the shit, playing the shithole a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Cool. Have you done that or not? Or I haven't. Cool. I got cool. invited to do a show uh, there, and it got canceled because it was one of the like really shitty weather nights. Yeah, that, that was Thursday night then. Yeah. It was a Sunday night. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, secret show. Not gonna not gonna blast the location or anything. Uh, but so, right. Uh, anyways, we played like a Thursday, uh, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever, and. We did uh, two sketches. Ooh, a little burpee from this beer. Uh, we did two sketches. And there was a moment when it was like, uh, where s- someone said a line between me and him, and it got a big laugh. The laugh was going. And mm-hmm. I could see, Mike's line was next, and I could see in his eyes that he didn't know the next line. And, you know, like, seven months ago, knowing him, I wouldn't have recognized right, him. Right, yeah. Or anybody. That's fun, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. So it's like, I could see in his eyes, you know what I mean? And so I just, like, whisper while the laughter's still going on, like, his, his, next, next, his line. next line was, oh, yeah! <laughs> and uh, what about whatever? But it was like, yeah. was like, oh yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah. And he's just like, kind of like gives me like a nod uh, that I can see. And then he goes on and does it. And I, it was like th- thinking about it now. It was like you know, it was that moment that like all those yeah, I just got chills. Level, yeah, like yeah. all those things are like level one improv class were like one group mind. Come on, like that's just like get out of here. But it was like that was like literally the one time I've really been like just like. On I got an, it. On another level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, you know, like, and if it was a year ago at the Saturday, Saturday show, I'm sure I wouldn't have caught it, on that he didn't know it. Right. Know? Yeah. And I was just like, I uh, think about it now and I was just like, man, that's like another level of creativity it that takes I've never, I've never time. Before. That's yeah. awesome. That's a really cool moment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I experienced that every once in a while with my college improv team. And it took me a really long time to find that again yeah. with that first team that I got put on. And I definitely feel like we now are in a situation where like, um, we do often like feel out what everyone else is bringing yeah. at the time. Um, cool. Yeah. So how do you feel like the failures that you've had inform like the other work that you do? It's so interesting. Cause it's like, I feel like I'm in the moment now where I told you, I'm like, feel like I'm kind of like manic mm-hmm. and going crazy where it's mm-hmm. like, I feel the after effect of that. Cause I'll be honest with you. And Hey, whatever. I'll I'll broadcast to the world. Sure. Uh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? It's like pretty much. I feel like, and this isn't even just an improv, but everything. Like, anytime I ever feel extremely confident about something, it always backfires. Really? My face. You know what I mean? That's Where it's funny. Like, this stuff I don't care at all about. Um, and because of that, it always works out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Be it jobs, be it girls, be it improv. My three favorite topics. That's okay. so funny. Uh, and it's just, it's like. Oh my god! Like I'll be honest with you, I like going in the second time with IO. I mm-hmm. was like, "Don't get your hopes up, Adam." You know what I mean? Just like do it to get better, you know, mm-hmm. which I feel like I have, whatever. Mm-hmm. But of course, like, I got my fucking hopes of up. Of course, Are we yeah. Piss on this thing. <sighs> it's impossible not to. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just wanted to say that because I feel like in every podcast, they're always so, like, "Are we allowed to curse on this?" Can thing? we? Yeah. Can we can curse we? on this thing yes. after already curse? Can we? Yeah, you can fucking curse. Hey, are we still on right now? I just really yeah. Wonder. Okay. Can um, but also, like, What's Chris that? and Gil are going to hear this, and you get a oh, shot up at, at the top. So. Chris and Gil, I'm so sorry, okay? I'm just... They appreciate I'm just, that. I'm holding on. They fucking appreciate that. <laughs> uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely got my hopes up. Mm-hmm. Like, to And I think it was because it was, like, you mentioned when you didn't get placed or whatever, where mm-hmm. it was, like, people were like, that's bullshit, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the first go-round, and most of my entire improv life... Uh, basically two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and it, and, like, no one had ever been like, like, 
giving me mad props. You know what I'm right. saying? And like, nor should they have because I was learning. You were new, yeah, 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 exactly. But it was like this last couple levels, like people were giving me mad props, oh. and I was like starting to get like way of full course. of myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, it's hard not to. Yeah. Because when you're just on your own, thinking your own thoughts, yeah, it's easy to not be able to like assess how you're doing or yeah. whether you're funny at all. But if other people are like giving you, yeah, like you said, giving you props and like being verbally supportive and positive, it's yeah. really hard not to just be like, yeah, I did fucking do a good job. Exactly. You know what I mean? And also I feel like, you know, if you did a good job or not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like no matter, and believe me, I've definitely fished for sympathy and compliments. Right. Where like, it's like, well, was that okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel uh, like I've had conversations oh, with yeah. you where, oh, how, how, did, how do you think I did? Yeah, I was just like, ah. and, but it's like, if I'm asking you that, I know I did a bad job. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, I don't need, if like, I'm not going to be, if I think I did a good job, I'm not going to be like, hey, so how do you think I did? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, That's kind anybody. of a dick move. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just basically like, I'm, in a place in my like in this moment in life right now where I just need someone to vocally hug me. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so like that's pretty much and and like as much as and also on another level I realize like how selfish and like lame are you to be like, oh was that okay? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's just like at that moment you're just like I don't care, I just need, need it. I need it so mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so and it's so bad because like these five B shows uh the second time around Ryan Ford, the guy uh, mm-hmm. who, I, who I said I wanted to cuddle earlier, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Know, he he would yeah, who, lovable guy. Uh, <laughs> and he was he's I I'm a server right now at this okay. restaurant, uh, and he's he he's usually the, the day bartender. So it was very uh, much like a setup. is that how you met him? Or is uh, that no, how he, got the my, job? he was in my level one with Farrell Walsh first go around. Gotcha. Yeah, so, cool. But he got me this job. Yeah. I so, remember you mentioning um, that now that yeah. he got you the job. So. Like, literally, Monday mornings, you know, I would usually work Monday mornings, uh, after these five Bs, I would, like, saddle up to Ryan Ford at the bar, you know, it's like Uh 11 a.m., and, like, we would just discuss my five B shows, and I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, you know, Ryan, I think I did a little bit of this, I think I did a little bit of that, a little bit of that, I think I did okay. And granted, there was a couple of shows where I was like, oh, what did I just do? Yeah. Yeah. But generally, it was just like, you know, I think I'm... I feel feel good about it. You feel good about it. Yeah. Sure. And, uh, yeah, so I will say I was, there was a major part of me that I assumed I was going to make a team. Really? Time. And it, I feel very embarrassed with this out loud. Hey, I like it. Yeah, be I honest. Feel, I, feel like, I feel like, why not? We're, let's be honest right yeah. now. Yeah. I, I, I was fully expecting it to be. I think, uh, to be honest, I, um, I don't think that I was ex- I wouldn't say that I was expecting to be on a team. I thought it was a pretty decent possibility. and But at the same time, I knew so many people that I worked with that I respected incredibly that yeah. didn't. So I was like, well, Mary Beth, there's so many other factors that, like, you never know. That was, like, my mantra was. Well, so that's the thing, is that, you know, the first go-round, mm-hmm. uh, I was so uncompetent and, improv- and didn't know any what the hell I was doing at all. I was so new to it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whatever, whatever. And also, I like very rarely did it outside of class because I had a night job. You yeah. Because I mean? it was like, and that's the other thing. It's the funny thing about working at Second City and like in the business portion, we can talk. There's so many funny stories working there. I was a host, <laughs> but, and uh, basically, hosts you see people, you wash dishes, you bar back, and uh, just general anything that's terrible. <laughs> uh, but so. Like, it's this weird thing about working at Second City that you think, like, 
you're, it's contributing to your education or like right. learning this craft or whatever. Uh, but it doesn't at no. all. Yeah. I mean, like obviously watching shows and stuff like that. Right. You know I mean? It's like watching a year of some of the best sketch comedy in the world. Yeah. Of course, like you're going to yeah. be positively influenced. Of course, but it's like uh, looking back. You know, I figured this out a while ago. But like looking back, you know, it's like because you know I worked there. It's like oh, I'm doing stuff. I worked there for it's a week. What right. did you do? I changed a couple kegs. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's like it stupidly it like didn't realize it's like the only thing that's gonna make you better is actually doing the act of improv. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't matter how many shows you see, uh-huh. even though you know what I mean. But so. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so I just assumed every single person who, like, made the Herald team the first go-around, uh, the ruckus. Yeah, right. Uh, was better than me, and they all were, because like, they're all great. You know what I mean? Good, yeah. too. Yeah. They are great, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, watching Alan Linick in some, like, oh, playground callback. That was remarkable. Uh, by the way, try to for the playground seven times. Seven? <laughs> Have not made it yet, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my least favorite thing about the auditions right now is co- trying to come up with a restaurant at the top of the question where it's like hey so uh, what restaurant are you eating these days and you have to come up with a restaurant that makes the audience go ah oh. you know what I mean and I feel like I burned all my restaurants and seven restaurants that's funny I, that must I have never I don't remember ever being asked that question that has been the question I've been asked almost every time for some reason really yeah, like, where, like what's your favorite restaurant in the city Maybe it, those auditors just the foodies, wanna, you know, they're just foodies. Get food advice. Well, uh, I know it's been a long time since you've tried out, but there's actually a buffet now. We all have a buffet. <laughs> we have uh, That's so funny. I um, uh, when I auditioned for the playground, I had never seen a playground show. I found out about the auditions the day of from the same guy that I met while I was an intern at Annoyance that I was like kind of seeing at the time. Um, he asked me on Gchat while I was at work at my terrible suburb job if I was going to audition for you were the... you were you were backwards commuting yes okay uh, that was my first job in the city I okay. worked there for a year and a half um, and science job uh, yeah I yeah. worked at a pharmaceutical company um, I love how my brain is just like science yeah <laughs> like, there's no specifics I mean it's close enough uh, so he Gchatted me and was like hey are you going to sign up for the playground auditions and I was like what. <laughs> and he was like what is this playground yeah the playground auditions uh, sign ups are today and I was like I've never been to the playground I know what it is the auditions are today you say alright sure and then I like signed up yeah. and went in with zero expectations and like you said like whenever that is the case yep. that's more often when I find success because you just can't you don't put any pressure on yourself yeah. uh, and I didn't and I had a really fun time and I was also in mixed class at the time. I right think on. I think it was right at that uh, overlap of mixed class and my level one at IO. So I was just kind of like peaking as a yeah. performer in a lot of ways. And uh, and yeah, I think I just lucked out in that sense. I didn't Well you're also great. Every time I've seen you I was like, <laughs> Love her <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. No. Uh, thank but I you also feel like those- it's in hours of enjoyment. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's a whole separate subject, like the playground thing, but it's just like, More yeah. power to you for continuing to audition, though. Well, it's like, you know, at this point, it's like every time it's like, I'm not going to try out again. But then it's like the sign-up sort of like, oh, I'll try out again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's good, though. A lot of people uh, wouldn't. I think that says a lot about you. Yeah, I think, well, okay. This is something I was thinking about the other day, too, and it's like, so... At my cousin's bat mitzvah <laughs> in uh, Short Hills, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh, uh, Short Hills, New Jersey is uh, it's like I don't I don't want to be offensive, but it's like a very Jappy area. Have you heard okay. that term? You know what I mean, like Jewish American princess, oh, like very very wealthy yes. Jewish area. Right. Okay. Yes. So um, 
you know, uh, have you ever been to a bar by mitzvah? Or nope. not? Okay, because uh, that's another thing I, I didn't wrote know. down in my phone. I think that's also... I, I I think I'm also just like intrigued by Jewish culture. I didn't know any Jewish people when I was growing up. Yeah, literally. Okay, none. I literally wrote that in my phone. Did you go to the high school at the Vatican? Because all of you, you're like, whenever you reference a kid that you grew up with, it's the most Catholic name I've ever. Yeah, heard. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like for me because I I you know I don't know. I they are all yeah. probably very like. Waspy. I mean, that's not Catholic, but uh, yeah. Like, you know, like my majority of my high school was uh, Jew, Jewish people and Asian people. Like, uh, it, I would say very rare to see Christmas lights or a Christmas song in my neighborhood. Oh man, but, uh, mine is like the oh, opposite. Yeah. So it's like when hearing your hearing all your podcasts, it's like yeah, you know, like me and Pope Francis, we were just uh, <laughs> we were just playing, you know, Newcomb. <laughs> It's really funny. By the way, did you, did you know the game Nukem or no? Yeah, Duke okay. Nukem. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. I didn't wasn't sure if that was a thing that everybody knew. I got okay, it. Yeah. I got so, it. I invented it. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, so, um, I... yeah, so at my cousin's bat mitzvah, okay, and I think this is like something that plagued me, either plagued me or like has helped me my entire life, but I think plagued me just because right now in the state of mind I am in. Uh -huh. But, so, you know, like, uh, at Bar Bar Mitzvah, there's, like, gimmicks or games and stuff like that. And there's, like, the caricature. And there's, like, big prizes, like, uh, for games. Like, uh, at my Bar Mitzvah, we gave out inflatable chairs for, game, for like, <laughs> if you want a game. Yeah. Like, and to a 13-year-old, that is a that that's is huge. Some, yeah, that is Yeah, huge. that's amazing. That that's life-changing. That's yeah. amazing, like, yeah. I'm sitting on air? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, my cousin, she had every, every fucking, it's a whole business, Bar Bar so it's much like wedding DJs yeah, yeah. and bar mitzvah uh -huh. stuff. Like, you know, it's huge, yeah. yeah, yeah. So my my cousin, she had every gimmick in the game. You know what I mean? She had like the caricature, all the hot games. Like she had like spray on t-shirt, like you could like spray a name on t-shirts, like you could it all. Yeah. It all. And the thing that like the, the piece of resistance of Bar Mitzvah things she had was uh she had like this green screen video guy. Wow. And you could insert yourself into any music video you wanted okay. at the time. Okay, you know? all like, you right. Could be like, I want to be in Bye 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 by NSYNC. And, and so you'd be like, bye bye. That's yeah. pretty fantastic. Yes. That it is was, a piece de resistance, like, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Next level bat mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is the name of my next movie. Next level bat mitzvah. <laughs> next level bat mitzvah. Starring John Hare. <laughs> so, come on, you know, thirteen. I was. I'm. We're the same age. Me and my cousin. Uh, so, like, thirteen year olds. No one is doing this. No one wants to be the first. No one wants right. to be the first one. Yeah. No, no one wants to be the first one. Especially everyone can see you while you're doing it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So basically you're just like going like, like just doing dance moves in front of a blank green screen. <laughs> it looks like, like you don't get the benefit. Yeah. It's like all purely for your benefit uh, three minutes later. later. Right. Yeah. So there was something inside of me that was like, I have to do this. Like it wasn't, I got no enjoyment out of this, but I remember like thinking, I think this memory the other day where I was like, something was pulling me towards this. Like I have to do this. And it was like killing me inside where I was like, I don't want to do this, but I have to do this. I have to do this. Like I have to be the guy who does this. I don't know why. Like, no one's doing it. And I was like, so I was shaking with like nervous energy. Came out. I'm a 13 year old in a sea of 13 year olds. I don't know. Cause I live in another state. All right. You know yeah. I mean? And I was like, I have to be the guy that does this. I have to. So, I pick a Fat Boy Slim's. Um, oh God, what was the huge one? What was the I huge know. Fat Boy Slim? Uh, 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 not, not, not crazy. The other one, like with Char, Char, uh, uh, Christopher Walken in the video. The Funksoul brother. Yeah, Funksoul. Uh, okay. Check it out. Oh, uh, nah. she's all that. The Funksoul brother. brother. Where it's like Usher's the DJ. Nah. They're all choreographed. The you remember that? Brother. Yeah. Yes, yes. So yes. I play that 
I do it, and I was just like doing like my thirteen-year-old break dancing moves <laughs> and stuff like that, and like literally everyone in the entire ballroom is staring at me, being like, uh, uh. and keep in mind, like no one can really hear the music but you, so it's just like you just see this flailing like thirteen-year-old Jew with braces and acne, being like, uh, 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 but like after I did it, there was a shock of embarrassment during it, but after I did it, there was such a relief that came over that me. It, you, that was it wasn't like, happening anymore. I did it. I don't have to. I don't have to do it anymore. I did. I don't know what. I don't know. But maybe performing in general or doing things because there's like, there's like moments in life where it's like I have to be the guy that does this. I don't know why, but I have to That's do it. That's great. And if I, I don't, if that. I don't do it, it hurts so much more than if I do do it. That's you know what I'm saying? Great, man. It's almost like that, like a drug addict thing, but for bits. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, can I kind of blend into the romance thing real quick? Yes. This happened. This happened last. We, uh, let me tell you this story, and then I'll tell you uh, the story about when I found out I didn't make a team two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, so, the, so I've been like sort of. There's this girl that recently became single. Okay. Uh, uh, she's in the same. Uh, gotcha. Not gonna name drop it because that'd be weird. Don't yeah, would be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I mean, you could say it, but that would no, be, be on weird. you. That would be, that would be, it on, would be you. on me. I would have to set the laptop on fire. <laughs> That's how those words, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> So, like, I think she had a boyfriend for a really long time, and she's, like, recently single. Okay. Like, I found out or whatever, so. Okay. Uh, uh, Will you tell me off mic? Oh, of course. Yes, of thank course. goodness. I would love to. I almost I didn't even to. ask, because I was like, of course he's going to tell oh, me off yeah. mic. <laughs> I mean, I, that, like, literally, uh, it's, like, hurting me that I can't tell you That you, right you can't now. say yeah. it. I know uh, what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I went to this part, this girl's birthday party, uh, like, three weeks ago, and... It was like that weird energy where it was like, which I'm finding, which maybe is to my benefit as a human, but like maybe not an enjoyment level where it's like, I'm like, I'm ready to go to a party. Like mm-hmm. I'm like that frat side of myself. Yes, that right. It's like, let's do this. Like, uh, like kind of like, you're just feeling like really on your party game. Absolutely, yeah. man. I totally mm-hmm. know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I get in those moods. Yeah. It's great. Well, it's coming, becoming less and less for me, unfortunately, or fortunately, probably. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But so, uh, it was a great party because it was like a three bedroom apartment. So big. Uh-huh. Like, uh, and so enough room, and it was like a great mix of between people I knew and people I didn't know. Great, because yeah. It was like, if it was people, only people I knew, it would have been fine. It would have been a fun night. Yeah. But it's like you kind of need that audience. You know what yeah, I mean? right, right. And right. so it's like you also need like the energy. Got a peek the energy, Yeah, the energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's a reason why I showed up with a boa. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I immediately was just like, and there was like drama happening at this party. Like I walked in, and there was already a boy and a girl yelling at each other the hallway. Whoa. And I was like, I was like, I am home. <laughs> Are such a yeah, boy. I know. It's what so fraternity bad. were you in? A pi, Jew frat. A E pi. Alpha epsilon pi. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so many stories I can tell you, but so um, all uh, shaming myself. But so, right, of course. So, uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't want it to be like, oh, I got so many stories. Was raging. Oh, you know what good. I mean? It was more about me being in fucking embarrassed that I was in this situation. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, so uh, immediately it's like, like it's one of those party where it's like, wow, people are getting very messed up. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I immediately just start picking up and uh, things around the apartment and like using them as props. <laughs> like there was just like this giant, do. giant like stuffed animal frog that I was carrying around and calling it my roommate. Okay. And then there was like they really had like a hobo bindle. There was like oh, a lot of fun stuff. Nice. To yeah. yeah. So I was going around that, and then um, I mean, the majority of the people I knew at this party uh, were around the like the, the dining room table, and there was like a circular table. Okay. And they were a little kind of awkward. Uh, so I was like, again, it was like inside me. I was like, I have to like, I have to get them engaged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because it was like fucking stupid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I hope I'm not cursing too much. Trying no, to, trying to, trying it doesn't matter at all. I don't care. Um, Gail doesn't care. I know she doesn't. 
jail. She's heard me say most terrible things at this point. Goodness. Okay, so, uh, Adam, so, I had to do an entire episode where the topic was sex. I didn't, I didn't listen. I, I'm going to listen it's to that. It's interesting. But I didn't listen to that one. Yeah. So, uh, um, oh yeah, so we're at the, around the table and I was immediately like, let's play a game. Mm-hmm. And I ended up like inventing this game called Truth vinegar or dale (laughs) (laughs) i'm in because like my last prop because i was running low on props of course was uh white white vinegar i found okay Um, and so basically the game was speed round questions that you like you like point someone you ask and like they have seven seconds to answer it and you have seven times to ask it and you can either choose to answer it Chug some of that white wine vinegar or do a dare. Because, and it's called Dale because someone said, uh, uh, Dale? When I said dare, so it became Dale. <laughs> I was wondering where the Dale yeah. came from. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, truth vinegar or Dale? Truth vinegar or Dale. So basically, and it was like, go around. And after someone answered a question, he would go, dreams, 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 dreams. And he would drink your beer. And okay. It was like, yeah. So Fine. Uh, eventually, got a lot of the people at the party. You did a great job. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, this. if someone had done this at a party I was at, I'd be like, this guy, this is fun. He's making fun things oh, happen. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm gonna, the second part of the story shows you how badly that backfires. So, uh, <laughs> so the game's going good. It gets a lot of people involved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and we also did a thing where if you do the if you if you chug vinegar or do a dale, you get to make a rule like kings. Oh, fun! Yeah, so it was like this one girl did it where you had to kiss people on the mouth before you ask a question. So it was like, wow. oh, I can peck on the cheek. So it, right. it was starting to get freaky. Yeah, you know, people getting drunk, kissing on the lips, whatever, uh-huh. whatever. Uh huh. So um, I always chose dare. Whenever uh-huh. it was my thing. Not because I wanted to, but again, I was, I was like, I have to choose Dare to keep this game going. I don't know why. Yeah. It was like, just like ingrained in my head like some fucking idiot. <laughs> so I always chose Dare. And one of the dares was you have to switch clothes with this girl who was like at Whose the party. birthday it was? Birthday or it was. just another Yeah, yeah, whose okay. birthday it was. Who was, lived there. And so I was like, let's do it. And so we switched clothes. I ended up in a dress. And she ends up, she's like five foot two. And so it's That's like, how tall I am. Yeah, it's like okay. Imagine like like we switch and like you're wearing these like big jeans and these big shirts. Right. Like adorable because like girls in a big outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm in a dress, and it was funny because I noticed like when I was wearing this dress, even though everyone knew I was changing, mm-hmm. when I came out, it was like uh, a lot of dudes gave me this vibe where they were like starting to burn me really? and like starting like insult me. They're like, "Hey, nice dress, bro," and I'm like. I know I'm in the dress. Right. Like, yeah. Like, did we now not to like remember the part where I switched? I I know the joke, you right. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, really funny. Yeah, that's so like, funny. That's like a what pet is peeve. that mind frame? Oh, it's like that's a pet peeve or like something I'm thinking about recently where it's like, you know, like when you tell a story of your of a failing or like something you're like, you know, you're like, Steppy, I got to tell you the story about like a oh, crazy boy I, thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Well, well she'd be like, oh my god, like hilarious. That's so fucked up. Or like, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Of course she will because she's one of your best. Yes. Friends. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where it's like. I am starting to get encounter a lot of people who are just like, you know, you're telling a story about sometime you made a big flaw mm-hmm. or like you messed up and they'll be like, you idiot. And I'm, like, I'm like, I know I'm the idiot. I'm telling you right. the story about it, how I'm an idiot. I framed this yeah. as, man, I did the dumbest thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I came to you for compassion. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I didn't come for you to, to make me feel worse. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So I was getting like that vibe anyways. So it's like, um. So the girl who I was like sort of interested in, like uh, she was there, and so the first time I think she saw she saw me just like dance around in a dress. So that's uh-huh. like one instance. Okay? okay, flash forward to last weekend, uh, I do the midnight melt at Second City, and honestly, it's like sure, it's like the midnight melt. Great, it's like it's like an open mic thing at midnight. Sure. like that's like why I want to be 
on an IO team or a playground team. It's because, like, I'm, it's like, yeah, every show is fun, but I'm tired you of doing shows do at show, midnight yeah. on Saturday in front of three people in, like, front of, like, bar prop. I want to do a show. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's the big reason. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I remember, and again, talking to one of my friends who was on a Herald team, and he was just like, bro, it's like, as long as you're having fun, it's all about having fun. You just gotta have fun. You just gotta have fun. He's yeah. on the playground team, too. He's like, you just gotta have fun, all right? Fun, 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 fun. Like, that was his answer for everything. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I get it, but isn't it a lot more fun when you get to have a coach and perform at the playground at I.O. regularly? That's more fun than having to do, like, uh, set up, like, another run of the bug house. Having to, like, you know hustle I mean? and... Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it'd be much more fun if I didn't have to, if I could just take the organization out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. So, flash forward to, we did them in my, good show, it was with Griffin Wensler and James Dugan. I love yeah. those guys. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah it was great. a good, good show. So we go over to uh, this, uh, it wasn't Ale House, it was another one of those bars. Uh, it was close to McGinney's Tech. Yeah, I think, yeah. There you go. It's like the only other bar to go yep. to by Second yep. City. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, it's House, I would say, favorite bar in the city. Had yeah. a lot of life moments in that It's bar. a great bar. Uh, but so, um, we were at McGinney's, closed it too, and like one of these guys, Oh, I was also friends with a group who was also doing that, so it was like, became a big group, and like, hey, there's a dance party going on down the street, we should all go. Uh-huh. It's like two in the morning, you know what I mean? So, of course, everyone's like, yeah! Uh-huh. So, we're all drugged, and so we get there, we, jo- we go in the door, and it's just like, dance party not happening, nine people sitting silently, that's happening. So, I just got to like, stumble drunk, and it's like, two energies that should not have been collided. Of also, course. Those, they were drunk, and... Uh, I think a lot of people were uh, pretty high uh, yeah. at that party as well. That I mean, like they were They were in couch pajama mode. Gotcha. So, of course, I was just like, we got to get this party going. Yeah. So oh, I no. find this kid of Febreze in the bathroom. And I start doing this bit. And, oh, that girl is there, too. The well, girl that you I was like, are interested in. Yeah, she's pretty cute. They yeah. saw the other yeah, Exactly. Party. Yes, exactly. She's there, too. It is was the birthday girl. Not the, not, the not the birthday girl. girl. Got Another it. girl. Uh, and also, a, not only was a girl I'm interested in now, but a girl I went on a, one, a date with who uh, did not go well was there as well. Okay, so, so you got two, a, lot of, a lot of... A lot of stuff happening. Uh, a lot of cards on the table. A lot of cards on the table. House of cards. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Our bad jokes are much better Southern than Southern women all like jackals. I don't know. <laughs> I detest sleep. Like... That, I kind of lost. Did you, did you see season two? Yeah. yeah. It was I like with kind of those things where he's like, I detest sleep. He puts a good man on the back. And I was like, all right, buddy. Like, yeah. come on, man. I, I wasn't crazy about the second season. Yeah. Well, I mean, after the after the push, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that totally took me out of it. But yeah. so, uh, we're at, I'm at the party and like, I'm doing this bit. And also there was a lot of people who were already there who were drunk and they were close talking to each other. Mm. Like very much like, Whisper, 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 whisper. Having whisper, like whisper, intense whisper. conversations? Intense, very intense, close conversations. So I was doing this bit where I would like sashay like a model. <laughs> right, uh, as you do. Them, turn, spray the Febreze in the air, and then walk through the Febreze. And like <laughs> the four or five people I was with were like really liking it. The, so I kept doing it. Of course, you know I mean? right. And I did it like four or five times. And then I guess the guy who lived there, who's on the couch just silently, very, very high out of his mind. Uh-huh. I, uh, I assume based on what's going to happen and also because when I introduce myself, he goes, I'm high. So, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yep. That's not an assumption. That's, yeah, that's uh, just, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's so, a guy told you he just, that he was he, high when you introduced yourself to him. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, I do like the bit like a fourth or fifth time or whatever. And then suddenly he stands up from the couch and screams at the top of his lungs, put my fucking Febreze down! Oh no. The entire room goes silent. Oh no. Come on, I've seen this kid around Second City. He's, like, he does improv stuff. He's like an improv kid. Uh, I assume he's doing a bit because I'm an idiot. 
He, uh, so I immediately like yelled back. I was like, "Oh, fuck you!" You know what I mean? Because I think we were doing like a bid back to each other, and like people are like tugging on my shirt. Like it's not a bit. It's not a bit. It's not a bit. It's not a bit. And then I realized it's not a bit. And this is again, I was very drunk at the time, but again, it was like half of me was like fear because co- uh, any sort of uh, uh, confrontation terrifies. Of course, yeah, yeah. Terrifying. I'm very non-confrontational oh too. God, it's yeah. terrifying. And the other half of me was like. I'm not going to lose. Oh, you know what I mean? No. Like, I'm not going to lose this yelling match. <laughs> so we're like yelling back and forth at each other and like everyone is silent. It's like the party is ruined. Ruined. And people are like, Adam, like we need to go. People are putting on their coats. They're like pushing me out. And I was just like, still, even, even at this point, I was like, I can't lose. So he sits back down and as I'm walking out, I point at him and I look and I start singing Back at One by Bri McKnight. I don't know why, but I was just like <laughs> staring at him really angrily, just pointing, going, You're unbelievable that we could be together. Like angry singing at him as I'm walking out. And, uh, <laughs> and like the last thing I hear as I'm out is like him just screaming, Oh, you're real talented. And so we're all outside. And I can't even let it end there. And I think this is like, again, like me being in like a really manic state. But it's like, like everyone's like kind of shell shocked. And I was like, I was, uh, granted, I still think that uh, uh, it was 75 25 in terms of like he was in the wrong. Because it was like, it was like, come on, you could have just said police with the Febreze down. Yeah, yeah so. that's very true. Yeah. That's very, very true. Yeah. If, he, if he hadn't asked you before that and that was his first like thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And granted, I recognize how much of an idiot I am. Yeah, yeah, you were right. being real dumb, but yeah, he could have at least dumb. been like, hey man, cut the shit. Yeah, so I, uh, and then I'm outside and I was like, like mess with the people outside who like I was just like well guys I guess there's only one thing I left I can do <gasps> go back inside <laughs> and I was like a different like run inside and people like no Adam please don't go back inside please please go back inside please <laughs> and I was like why what's gonna happen if I go back inside <laughs> just like, like and I was like I was like running around like flailing like <laughs> and like like uh there were like feminine movements kind of like like Mary Catherine Gallagher like, oh right sure, yeah, sure, you know sure. I mean? Stuart like, Mad TV while this girl who I mentioned is outside she already saw me almost get this yelling match and this like while I'm like like still so what I'm asking you this is do you think she thinks I was a bad boy <laughs> <laughs> or did I ruin this <laughs> So what what do you what was her reaction at the time? Mine or hers? Hers. She was just outside smoking a cigarette. Oh. Uh, which by the way, I'm sure she listened to this immediately. She's like, well that was me. Uh, uh, but whatever. I was but thinking so. that as you were telling the story, I was like, does she know that you're interested? Because it's going to no, be very apparent so. who it was. Well, if she listens to this, which I'll send it to her in an email with a with a red rose and a dove. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad that <laughs> this is helping you. Uh, get no, something. I think there were. I think there might have been a couple people smoking. Okay. Uh, oh god, this is the first time I hope everyone smokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's like what I'm trying to say is like it goes back to that bat mitzvah. It's like why did I need to why do that? Why did I have that? to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you ever have? You like, need so badly like that to like, not need... fail that you just yeah. keep throwing energy but at it something. It's like, why did I need to fucking come up with this stupid game? Why uh-huh. did I need to f- spray the Febreze to do this bit to entertain people? Like, like, do you ever have, like, this, like, compulsion that you just, like, why am I doing this? And it, of course it happens less and less. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I bring it up is because I really haven't done many, th- like, I did so many things like that in college, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Really? Just like, you know, frat life, college, whatever, drinking. Oh, I did way more. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone does more yeah. dumb stuff. When but it's, you're in I'm saying it's like I haven't done something like that. Those two things in a very long time. Yeah. But I think it's again because it was like 
you were something reacting about re- something to about this rejection your is like, failure. Turn me into that's like, interesting. I mean, I think that that's to me that's better and like more fun than if you're just like wallowing and you didn't want to go out and you decided not to keep doing the things that you know you enjoy doing just because you failed at something. You yeah. know what I mean? Even if this is manic and, you know, maybe unhealthy, maybe, uh, uh it definitely is, yeah. maybe, um, uh, uh, alienating you from uh, someone that you're interested in. Who knows what the other side of that thought process is. I, I think that, I would have been in if I had been in that situation. I think I would have been very uncomfortable when the yelling started. Yeah, and I would have been one of the people who was like, "All right, time to go, time to go, time yeah. to go." And then when you started singing back at one to him, I would have started laughing hysterically. <laughs> um, and then when you started doing the bit about going inside, I probably would have been one of the concerned, like, "No, no, 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 don't, yeah. no, no, no," because I probably would have thought you would have actually done it because I'm very gullible. Yeah. But then I do think that's very. I do think that's a funny bit. <laughs> But at the same time, I am I'm trying to insert myself into the situation and I do think I would have been one of the people who was like, No, oh, no, and no, no, I no, think no, 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 I no, no, would have no. been if it wasn't me, I you would have been, been the been people like well, just shut up, bro. Mm-hmm. Just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't know. It was just I like I'm still like, something I'm dealing with and probably have dealt with for the like past ten years of my life or whatever, which is just like I don't know what that side of me comes from because like I mean, there's like days where I just want to spend by myself, like ten days, but then it's like this offshoot of like, well, I gotta. And now it's time to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now it's time to make some embarrassing stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I wonder if that ever goes away. And you know, because it's like it'll be like like, there'll be like nine months where I'm just uh, a nice citizen, (laughs) whatever. Right. And then there's just again two weekends in a row where I'm just an idiot. Yeah. You know. That's so funny. I love it. I think it's funny to me that that's like your response to uh to a failure is just like like I said like throwing energy at something and I I feel like that's uh I don't know I just think that says a lot about your personality I um we gotta wrap this up we're at hour 30 I want damn yeah (laughs) um I might clip some off the front we'll see alright um what, uh, first of all, talk about a little bit about the like profession. We, we talked about improv so much. That's fine. I just wanted you to be able to yeah. talk about everything you want to talk about without it being really long. Sure. Sure. I'll tell you. And now we're, and now I'm getting too pedantic about it and it's known. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll cut this you, part out. <laughs> I'll tell you a few quick things. So, okay. All right. Real quick to wrap up the finding out two weeks ago so I was at work at this stupid restaurant job uh, and uh, good money good schedule anyway so uh, <laughs> uh, I'm in the bathroom checking my email because uh, that's what one does mm-hmm. and so um, I get the email at like 11am and I was like well the thing is my first level go around rejection email would have it at 5pm and I talked to my friends who were on the team they all got it at like 10am their congratulations Already email knew. so I opened up the email and I was like early email here we go i did it like, oh. i did it it came early like open right. up, it's like 11 a.m open up classic rejection email yeah. uh i'm not gonna lie to you i did get like a little like not woozy but like definitely like spinny a little bit you know oh, what i mean oh yeah i was like oh god like my stupid yeah shirt you yeah know what I, mean? I, like, I remember I just... you just get kind of like a stomach droppy yeah. feeling yeah. and it was like i put in like 32 weeks of this you know what i mean uh and i was just like oh no 
I also have four hours of my shift left. Oh. So it's like literally I walk out of the bathroom and uh, I sort of like, I'm not kidding, like the edges of my vision almost like kind of went blurry a little uh-huh. bit. Whereas like I was kind of just like really like spacey. Uh-huh. Uh, the, like it, I, which shows you I guess like how disappointed I was. But, no. Uh, <laughs> but so um, as soon as I walk out of the bathroom, uh, my stupid manager uh, uh, walks up and goes, uh, uh, hey man, uh, you didn't put the tray where the trays need to go. Uh, can I teach you something real quick? Let me teach you something real quick. Mm. The trays go over here. Do you know that? The trays go over here and the menus go over here. Once again, that's menus here and trays over here. Can I teach you again? And then he like mimes walking over where the tray was. He goes, not here, over here. Like, this is eight seconds after I just oh. got one of the biggest rejections of, of 2014. Right. Not what I'm, like, you know, I've lived, a, if this was honestly a, one of the biggest rejections of my life, I've lived an extremely charmed life. Sure. Let's be honest. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, but so, like, basically after someone punched me in the gut, uh, yeah. I have to deal with this. And, you know, again, there's movie, uh, movie Adam, which I wish was real, which was just like Breakfast Club, which I was just like, <laughs> don't you forget about me. And I was like, I quit! I didn't do that. I did do that. Oh, but I just God. imagined. I just imagined. Oh. Like, that would have been the time. Oh, to- but that was like the, that would have been the moment of like, yeah. is this something that I'm going to do? Am I going to do? Like, again, it was like, a part of me was like, like compulsion Adam, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. manic Adam, or I can't live talking to third person, such a douchebag. No, so. no. Uh, and then, what actually happened was uh, me mumbling, so sorry, and then like just walking away. <laughs> oh. It's like, it's like oh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh. <laughs> can I get some more glasses for you? I'm sorry. Uh, how are those fried potato sticks? I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I was just like walking in a fog, oh. and like literally, it was honestly, it was like heartbreaking telling Ryan Ford, the lovable Ryan Ford, because. It was like for weeks, for eight weeks. You've recounted, I recounted. every story. It was like our story. daily, yeah. Monday, it was our Monday weekly, weekly ritual. That's the thing. That's why that, that's at least a big reason why that moment feels so terrible is because it's such an experience. Yeah. It's at least, you know, a year and a half of your life the first time yeah. around. And, and you do think about it a lot and talk about it a lot and experience so much during that time. And it's such a finality. Yeah. Well, uh, that thing isn't a thing anymore. Yeah. And it's also it was so bad. It was like, uh, it was like also like the Dells like the next week. And oh, it was just like my yeah. news feed and like Instagram were just blowing up with like the most fun pictures. And yeah. I was like. This is the oh, worst way. Like, I just want... Oh, they look like they're having so much fun. Yeah. I have a white vest I could wear. <laughs> it's 80s themed. Yeah, I they, love 80s guys, themed. Guys, I've literally... I can do a Michael Jackson kick like nobody's <laughs> business. Um, I changed my mind. I don't want to... Let's just keep talking. Okay. But I'm going to do an MPSing first and yeah. pause it because I have to pee so Me bad. Me too. Okay. Oh my God. All right. Yeah. Well, I... There's nothing... There's no reason that we can't keep talking because I... I this is great and I'm enjoying it yeah. and I want you to be able to cover everything that you want to talk about. Cool. So fuck what I just said and let's pause it cool. and come back. Love it.
good to go. And we're, we're back. back. So, <laughs> and we both feel a lot better. Bladder <laughs> uh, empty. Uh, by the way, if you guys have never been to Mary Beth Smith's house, let me tell you, she has some of the best bathroom art I've ever seen. <laughs> that baby on the toilet? Oh That's my, God. my favorite thing in the world. I call it wow baby news. Oh, because like the, 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 the baby uh, is sitting on a pot yeah. at, using the bathroom and reading a a paper that says baby news at the top <laughs> yes. and one of the headlines is wow so in college when i, I bought that at a um oh so it's, it's definitely yours yes okay yeah, yeah. I, was, I could see you and debbie's friendship ending over who gets that if you guys uh, it's mine it's okay. mine i brought it 100%. i percent yeah. yeah i brought it it's Good. mine um she uh so it was right it was right before i graduated uh we were gathering props for a murder mystery party Love it. that we did with our improv group mm-hmm. uh, because we did a gig at a church because I knew this, I met this guy through um, a like... Was it like a party to church or like for the congregation? No, 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 no. It was a youth group. Okay. We okay. did we did a show and a workshop for a youth group. Oh, cool. Group, okay. And it was so fun and it was like the, one of the only times I've ever been paid to do improv. Awesome, all right. I uh, I was in an Episcopalian uh, like group at my college because um, I was much more religious then than I. Uh, you're talking about like a youth group then. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was talking. I was talking about improv, and I was like, "Do you remember? Do you remember oh. those things on like the Chicago Improv Network where it's like faith-based improv group looking for members?" Oh, um, so I feel like I heard about it, but I didn't yeah. see Sorry, it. Sorry, but continue. No, it no. My improv group was independent from the like. Uh, college. It was a, a group literally just for Episcopalians who yeah. went to Furman. Um, so I met him through that um, and he asked us if we would come do improv for his youth group. And yeah, we are like, yeah. of course. And we weren't expecting to get paid. We got Chick-fil-A sandwiches, oh, free t-shirts, and a check for like $125. And we were like, this is the <laughs> greatest day of our lives. So we took the money. Bus, you bought a bus ticket to Chicago that day. <laughs> so we took the money. We spent it on a kit that, like, kind of, it's kind of like basically provide, it's like being the dungeon master, yeah. basically. Okay. So we spent it on kit for a murder mystery party, cool. props for the murder mystery party, and yeah. costumes and booze. It was phenomenal. Like, cool, cool, cool. so we were at the Salvation Army with all my friends. Uh, from my improv team having the best time like finding yeah. stuff for our characters and um, I saw that sign and like showed it to um, two of the guys I was supposed to move up here with two guys and I ended up just moving up with one of them so I feel I, like the the big uh, state moves always there's always a fallen soldier yeah you know I mean? yeah he was he was a fallen soldier and he stayed behind for a fiance who he's okay. now married to so okay. um so I like showed it to them and I was like, guys, we have to take this to Chicago and take it to every apartment we see and oh, like hang so it great. on the that's wall so and be like, yeah, it looks great in this apartment and yeah. that's how we'll pick an apartment. So it was like, not only is it like the funniest, yeah. I, I, I'm so glad you commented on it. Not only, it's hilarious to me. But also it has like a lot of like Meaning, memories sure. tied to it. Oh god, I uh, really hope that we do a, a part two twenty years from now and it's in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wild Baby News. I'll I'm uh taking note of it to remind myself to like post a picture of it oh, so god. that people uh, can that see what it. it looks like. If that doesn't get fifty likes, I'm gonna burn <laughs> Facebook to the ground. Dig the ground. Hey, 
how many likes uh, is your limit before you take something down, or you never take something down? Like if you, let's say you put, you post something. Oh, I don't take gets, things down. Okay, well, like what if it's something you're really excited about? You're like, this and is you gonna don't... kill, and it gets like two likes. Are you keeping it? I usually do, but it does bum me out. Yeah. Okay. I'll say like, uh, you know, like I don't I post for, on I Facebook very often. Either. Me either. So like, it's like okay. that's why where it's like it hurts when I don't because like, oh, this would be great. So like, I, I shoot for seven. Shoot seven's my yeah. minimum. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Okay, so sorry to laser it. No, no, please. So uh, I've I've uh, I I granted an intermission, but we can still be um, great clippy. <laughs> uh, so you know, there's the uh, you know, like there's the post rejection chaos. Mm-hmm. Of just like people texting, people messaging mm-hmm. on Facebook, like who do you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And honestly, though, it's like you know, of course, I told you I was like hurting. Yeah. Uh, but when I found out, like, there's two people who I was like, oh, they're amazing. Like, shoe-ins. Like, there's this girl I watched, and she was in my level five with Tara the second time around. And I was would sit and be amazed. Wow. Like, so funny. It's such a good actress. Like, uh-huh. I was just like, oh, my God. It's like, if I was making, like, my invisible team right now, my fake team right now, would be her and the nine other people. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I was just like, there's absolutely no way this person isn't going to do it. Uh, and yeah, she didn't get it either. And like then this other guy who I was on a comedy sports team with uh, mm-hmm. a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, who did a lot of stuff at a, oh, I don't want to say the thing because that's too specific, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he didn't get it either. And I was like, are you, what? Like these guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately, like those are like my two Michael Jordans at that level. So I, that made me feel a little, like not better, but of it made me feel it like, it was like, okay, it's not like, you know, there's other forces at work. Yeah. Knows. Yeah. But, yeah. And it's just, uh, so yeah, that happened about two or three weeks ago. And you know, I got some notes and stuff, which mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I probably shouldn't share just cause it's like, I don't want to annoy anybody or like anybody who was like nice enough to give me notes or whatever. Yeah. Right, I mean? right, uh, right, 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 right. Sure. But, uh, yeah. So it's like, and again, it's like, uh, I don't, like, I guess I'll try out mm-hmm. when the charts are, but it's like, uh, right now I'm just kind of like at a loss. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, cause I, I don't know. It's just kind of beating my head against the wall. It's like these two institutions that are like desperately want to be a part of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, that's my honest thought. I can try to be like cool guy and be like, yeah, you know, whatever. No, uh, there's, but... there's no use. And it's not like, <laughs> it's not like everyone else who participates in these like in five B's and in auditions. It's like. Oh, uh, I could take it or leave it. I don't yeah. really want to get this. Everyone wants it. Oh, like, yeah. it's if you don't say that, you're just lying to yourself. As much as I tried to tell myself, uh, it doesn't matter if you make a Herald team or not, it's still a bummer. It's yeah. just unavoidable. It's, I mean, any rejection is rejection. You know? Rejection is rejection. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what's so interesting, too, is that, like, I think about this because uh, my best friend, Zach Oldbaum, mm-hmm. uh, he's sort of living a parallel life in New York and he's doing stuff at So UCB. if my friends all have yep. Catholic names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it looks exactly like Jason Schwartzman. So, really? Yeah, of great. course. Uh, so um, uh, he's doing like parallel life at UCB, right? And uh, I feel like it's like, you know, I almost feel like, like, you know, there's obviously flaws in their system as well, mm-hmm. but it's like, basically, there isn't like, you go through a level with people, it's just sporadic, random classes. Gotcha. It's like, there could be like, nine different level threes happening all different weeks. Oh. Like, this level three, level three, this level three. So it's like, again, there's that major flaw of you don't bond with people very much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, maybe just your specific class at that moment. Right. It's very much more like, random, so you don't mm-hmm. have like, that bonding thing. But so it, it seems like, 
maybe it could... Well, I feel like it would be harder to predict who plays well together. Yeah, very uh, true. Because I feel like that's got to be part of the auditing process. But at the same time, it's harder to be like, well, I've never seen these two people play yeah. together. Well, the other thing is, so, but they don't make a team at the end of classes. Mm. Like, and there's also like many more classes. There's like advanced, 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 whatever, whatever. You have to like apply to get into certain classes, whatever. Yeah. And they just have auditions twice a year. That's how they make Harold Gotcha. Teams. There's one open audition and there's one invite audition. Okay. And so, like, the big swag move, I guess, he was telling me. Also, I can be having all of this wrong, by the way. I, I don't, I mean, you yeah. know more about this it than just I like do. Secondhand, and I could be wrong. So, is that go by? I apologize if I get it wrong. <laughs> uh, but so, basically, like, the swag move, kind of like, uh, besides, like, being on a Herald team there, but uh, it's much harder or whatever, because mm-hmm. it's like, uh, but the swag move apparently is like getting invited to that invite audition. Sure. That's like the, like, uh, a coup. Yeah, a coup, if you yeah. will. Yes. So, I feel like it almost. Just in terms of, I think it's almost like they let the expectations, they give you expectations early where it's like, look, it's going to be pretty difficult. Yeah. And there's not like a slicing divider line. Yeah. Because I feel like, again, it's like, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I guess I'll try out again, hope for the best. But Mm -hmm. it's almost just like, there's a lot of people who are really good in both these levels who are never going to do improv again. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's all on them, personal responsibility, whatever. Right. But I feel like there's just like certain things within the system where it's like, I think like the UCB thing, at least he tells me, is like, it kind of like, they they tell you up front a little bit or or more where they're like, you know, there's many different steps. You know what I mean? It's extremely hard. And granted, again, this is all just, I'm not blaming anything, whatever, whatever. This is all just uh, different schools of thought, whatever, Mm -hmm. who cares, whatever. Sure. Covering my butt. Sure, (laughs) sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, I'm, I'm saying this, I'm kind of in that place now where it's like improv. And again, it's like, it's not like it's all just being, me banging my head against the wall. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I've done fun things, had mm-hmm. like really fun times, had mm-hmm. some, uh, always have fun doing shows. You've had like, successes? Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, you know, I've done, again, it's like, and another rejection thing where it's like, I, I remember like trying out for nine writing six shows before I got into one. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. Yeah, but so like I got into one and I remember like, I at the time I was just like, oh, if I get into one of these writing six shows, it'd be so great. So, yeah. And then I get in and I was like, it was okay. You right, know I mean? right, right, and right. Then, so I'm sure like it's most like anything else where your expectations are much higher than mm-hmm. the actual result will be. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and it was, uh, and then I, I, yeah, I remember I was at, yeah, I was in like the Second City directing show, the same thing with like, uh, Tyler Dean Kemp's writing show, and I was like, oh, I can't do one of these writing shows. So, so, again, I was like, that was all right. Yeah. So, right. again, I'm sure the other things that I haven't got it, like, if I did get them, it would be like, well, that was all right. Right. You know I mean? Yes. We're just yeah. like, it's just the fact it that it puts it's, your failures so in perspective like, oh. yeah. as well uh-huh. to actually be able to experience something that's along the lines of what you at least thought that you wanted, this thing that you put on a pedestal. Oh, yeah. And again, it's like, I'm doing, it's like, yeah, I'm like doing fun stuff. I'm in this show right now with, uh, like, do you know Charles Pettit, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, I only knew him from uh, per- uh, Periphery. Uh-huh. That's not how you say that word. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, I'm in the show with him. It's so fucking funny. He's very, very, Oh, my very, God. Very it's funny, like, yeah. I did, like, we, uh, Jeff Quintana is coaching uh-huh. it. And, uh, oh, cool. Or directing it, the show, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, he had this exercise where it's like, we had to do two-man, 20-minute shows with people. And so me and him got paired up. Nice. And it was just like, this guy who's so funny and so close to your face, it was like, I got the best seat in the house. This yeah, is great. Yeah, and oh, So it was like, fun. I'm doing fun stuff with fun people, you know what I mean? And like, I love Snack Boys, Mike McDowell, uh, my boy. Snack Boys yeah. are great. Uh, but yeah, are all of like, your two-man teams going to be named after snacks? Street snacks? Oh, street, street snacks. Uh, uh, street, street treats. Street treats. Snack, snack Boys. boys. Uh, 
Kanish Delish. <laughs> <laughs> that would be if you ever made an OGM team. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. So that's right where I'm at right now with improv stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mentioned some girl stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's, there's girl stories galore. <laughs> if you want to ask or whatever. Uh, uh, what do you feel like was your most epic uh, romantic failure? Oh, God. Um... And feel free to be as uh, general if, as yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, do you mean like failure as in terms of embarrassing myself or failure as like I didn't take that opportunity or I missed out or whatever? Or like I wish she was my wife. <laughs> well, you know what? We never like... Uh, so we broke failure into three different, uh, you know, sides. Yeah. But we never really talked about what you would consider a failure... So in in the romantic sense of romantic failures, yeah. what would you qualify as a romantic failure? Um, a few things I would say. You know, obviously, anytime you would want a relationship to work out that it didn't, anytime mm-hmm. that like you hurt someone's feelings that you didn't want to hurt, sure. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, basically, maybe pursuing somebody who wasn't interested in you and you desperately wanted them to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Oh, I've been there. Oh, buddy. Uh, push glasses that I'm not wearing. <laughs> Uh, have you ever been in love? Uh, no. Me either. Yeah. So it's like desperate. Like I, I'd say, uh, still looking for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I did a monologue at your stories recently. Cool. This thing that the yeah, yeah, monologue yeah. says, um, all about how I've never been in love. Oh, God. I've been in a relationship where the, I've only been in one relationship where we said, I love you. Um, but you didn't mean it, I guess. I think at the time I did. And looking back, I don't know if I, understand what love in that sense is supposed to feel like right okay. you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh it was my first serious relationship i, I had dated other guys college but high school r- literally right after i graduated okay. from uh college okay. um we uh yeah um i've had two serious girlfriends in my life one in college and one after college how long did you date the one in college was like a year. The one after college was like seven months. I've never dated anyone longer than... I've never dated anyone for a year. Okay. I've never dated anyone for longer than like seven months. And granted, there was moments in that year where it was like, we're not dating, but obviously we were. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I... Even though I have s- said I love you uh, to someone in a relationship and meant it... And I feel like I love a lot of people. I still feel like I don't know what that like... In, you know, I yeah. talked about it in the monologue too. Uh, one of my favorite parts of my own monologue that I wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what a fucking hey, I asshole! Stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, was, st- Do you remember that moment where you're like, you feel bad because you like something you did so much? Yeah. yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah. I, I truly do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, not to say that I love stuff that I do all the time, but like every time I feel like, man, that was really funny. I'm Every time I have that thought, yeah. I think that I'm an asshole. But honestly, uh, I, you wouldn't be funny if you didn't think that. I yeah, think. You know what I, I'm I totally agree with yeah. you. So my, my favorite part of it is I drew an analogy between um, what romantic love feels like and uh, what colors look like. Cool. So like, okay. I never am going to know for sure what colors look like to yeah. you. Okay. And I'm never going to know for sure what romantic love feels like for someone else yeah 
so uh, hypothetically, yeah, uh, hypothetically, I don't know if I've been experiencing romantic love, and mine is just different and less intense. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so deep, but uh, you asked the question, and that's my response. No, to I it. love it. <laughs> like just like like put off like fireworks and music behind it. <laughs> Thanks. I yeah. no, honestly, I'm not even kidding. Uh, I, uh, I would love to read that monologue if you want to send it my uh, way. I yeah. I did write it down, and uh, or next time you perform it, please. Yeah, and I have. Um, well, it's uh, it's on the Your Stories podcast, so I can send cool. you the okay. episode. That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, like with the colors analogy thing, uh, or example you used, uh, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, there's like that internal struggle or like thing that's been debated about and, you know, who am I to talk about it because I'm an idiot, but uh, (laughs) it's kind of like what's better, loving someone more than they love you or being loved more than you love them. And I would argue loving someone more is better you because i've been in a scenario and i'm sure you have too where someone has liked you much more than you've yeah. them and it's torture yeah. you feel like you feel so bad you feel like an asshole yeah, yeah where it's like i feel like it's like that that's what most what's up that's what most of my relationships have been like oh i feel like mo- i'd say majority of my chicago relationships have been me the girl not liking me as much as i like that baby. that's that's what most of my like actual people that i'm like interested in i feel like i I've literally only ever dated one person where I was interested in them far before we ever started dating. Sure. Usually when I end up in a relationship, it's like, you know, yeah, we like made out at a party or uh, it was like he asked for my number and I was like, oh, I think this guy's into me. Yeah. You know, one time uh, was it like... I had a huge crush on this guy, and eventually we started dating, and it was like, this has never happened to me. And it's almost, it's, you almost, almost like, you don't know idea what to do. I did like, yeah. you're terrified the whole time. Yeah. So, okay, so this is, this kind of connects to the, oh God, this connects to the Febreze thing and all that stuff too. <laughs> or like, in terms of that action. So, uh, my first like, crush I've had out in Chicago, right? I met her, like, I was, I, when I first moved here, I started taking like, a, level A, second city, and a writing class in second city, like mm-hmm. sketch writing, whatever. And uh, I started, uh, like, crushing on this girl in my writing class. And uh, uh, we, uh, I asked her, ask her out on a, on a date. Good uh, for you. And we go out. and uh, Not everyone does that. Uh, well, that's another thing that, like, goes with, like, the stupid bat mitzvah thing where it's like, if I don't ask out this girl. Like, it becomes more of, like, <laughs> I had to accomplish the task and be actually wanted to ask out this girl. Uh-huh. It's terrible. It's uh-huh. just, just, like, uh, it plagues me. <laughs> but so, and it's like it's almost freeing when they reject me. But so. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. That's so telling about your personality. Uh, and so, uh, you know, take her out, and we just—it's it, like this amazing few weeks and like a couple months of like, like we go courtship, out of, courtship honeymoon period. Yeah. We like literally uh, the first time she stepped over my place, uh, she didn't leave my place the next day till four o'clock. We like walked Aww. around Ravenswood with coffee and like holding hands and just like. It was the fall. It was like the one and a half weeks of Chicago where there's where a fall. Where it's gorgeous. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we both had a really cool It's early jackets. October. Yeah. And so then the, 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 the next time I slept over at her place, uh, the next day we went to a farmer's market and then the zoo. Wow. That's a, that's a huge rep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was falling hard and I, I assumed it was coming back. But uh, then I was learning that I was like, she wasn't over her college boyfriend or there's some complication Aww. there. So I basically took her out on a date, like the date to be like, 
You want to be my girlfriend? Date. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. The date. The define that relationship. Yes, exactly. Uh, we called it the DTR Ooh. in college. <laughs> the DTR. I wonder if I used it. Like, um, if, uh, if, like, someone had been, so it's like talking. Yeah. And then you have a DTR, and if you have a DTR and it's successful, then you're in a relationship. Yeah. And then you could be like talking, and then you have a DTR and you aren't talking anymore. You so know what funny I mean? That it's not a breakup. Yeah. yeah, but or talking yeah. is. I feel like in college, talking was like now what we would say like seeing someone as oh, opposed yeah. to like referring to them as your we're boyfriend out. or girlfriend yeah. right mm-hmm. we're, I, I've been hanging out with this guy yeah. or like I've been seeing yeah. uh, seeing can be a little bit more that's, that's dating yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah hanging out yeah uh, but yeah we called it talking I love in, it in I love college. it uh, I didn't know that phrase was a thing until I remember going to Thanksgiving like a couple years after college uh, I graduated in 2009 so mm-hmm. uh, not too far away but far away you know what I mean mm-hmm. 2010, remember, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're older than me. Check so I remember uh, going, uh, oh, the math is right. Uh, <laughs> so I remember going to Thanksgiving and my cousin was like, she was just starting college at the time and she was like, I'm talking to this guy. I was like, what does that mean? But anyways, right. that's where it was introduced. But so I take her on the date, the DTR. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. We get sushi. Uh, at, Good in, DTR. In, in town. Yeah. And then there was plenty of like her friend was... Uh, was working at this bar that was opening up, so it was like a friends and family event. Cool. And all of her friends from high school were going to be there because she oh, grew up in Chicago. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So it was basically I was like, oh man, so this is the test. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like she's going to introduce right. me to all of her friends. Yeah. I need to nail this. Oh and yeah. And so I, uh, I think I did okay. I did okay. Good. I, yeah. So we go back to her. I was like, okay. We go back to her place. We're like kissing, whatever, whatever. And then suddenly <laughs> she like pushes me away. She's like, I can't like be with you or like whatever oh. and I was like what and this is like three in the morning at the time we were both very drunk and uh, I was like too drunk out of my mind to. I should have left obviously right. but I didn't leave I was like I'm not leaving the brown line is oh, I'm not gonna cab from this terrible situation Right. so I was like whatever so we're just like arguing over nothing you know what I mean it's basically oh. the argument is, is that she doesn't like me and I like her that's the argument you know what I mean it doesn't matter what did you saying. even get to the DTR did oh, this, this, happened after, this happened after the DTR. The sushi, the meeting, the friends. That was the DTR. So you said, like, will you be my girlfriend? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, no, I didn't specifically say it. But, like, okay. it got turned into, yeah. Okay. So I sleep over. I wake up at 7, like, in the morning, whatever. And I was like, <gasps> why, why am I, I why still am here? I still here? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I attempt to walk out. And I can't open up the door. I couldn't figure out how to open up the door for some reason. <laughs> so she gets up and she's like, I'm sorry. And there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than a girl laughing at you when you can't open up a door while simultaneously apologizing that she doesn't want to be with you. So that is, yeah, that that's a good story in response to what I asked you. <laughs> okay. So wait, flash forward real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, a couple days later, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to give up. I really like this girl. Aww. You know what I mean? Like, hold oh, on. I'm going to give it up, but I'm going to give up. So I, I, this is your... I, I text her. I was like, hey, do you want to get a drink? Uh, and she was like, uh, yeah, I can't get a drink tomorrow, but can we do Friday or go to New York or next week? I was like, oh, she wants to get a drink. That must be something. So yeah. Right. So I get a drink at Old Town Ale House. A lot of life moments. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, she had like a class in Second City. We got a drink after or whatever. And we're talking, and it's like probably the most open conversation I've ever had with a girl. Where it's like, I like you, I like you. Like, like we're just like talking for like forty five minutes. It's long talk about us. I've never had an us conversation. I've just yeah. had like passive aggressive arguments over yeah. text messages. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you know, uh, 
dancing around it and being yeah, vague. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. like, this is the first time I was like very much like specific on the table, cards on the table, house of cards. I detest people <laughs> who sleep. Uh, <laughs> so she was like, I like you too. And like, then we get dinner and like I walk her home and I was like, so are we okay? She's like, yeah, I like you. And we kiss. And then, like, she turns off, like, yes, like, celebration dance. Right. Like, okay. She go, flies to New York for, like, work or whatever with her dad or something. And then we text a few times in New York. And then we come back. We plan to meet and go to this mutual friend's Halloween party in Wicker Park. So I get there. And uh, she's dressed as Lady Gaga, uh, which, honestly, I don't know why, but that, like, weirded me out for a hot second. Oh. This was two years ago when Lady Gaga was much, uh, much more on the scene. Right. And so, um... I just wore a blazer. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but so she was like already in a bad mood. Uh, okay. And I was like, like pretty drunk already when I got there. It was like bad mood. And I was like, clearly I was like, all right, so she needs your space. So like I was talking to some people. She talked to people. And then she like comes up to me. And she's like, I'm going to go home. And I was like, oh, I thought we were going to like leave together or whatever. She's like, no, no. I'm like, you just have a good time. You have a good time. And I was, I, I, I knew her and like one other person at this party. Uh, so, so I was like, I'm not going to stay here by myself. Yeah. She was like, well, I just, I need to go home. I need to go home. And again, it's like, I can't fault the girl because it's like, she didn't want to be, didn't want to hang out with me. Fine. You know what I mean? Right. I can't be mad at her. Like, right. You shouldn't have to hang out with somebody you don't want to. But you can't, you can't not want to hang out with someone and then tell them exactly. that you like them and kiss them yeah. and have every and then say yes to the to the question is everything okay yeah. like a hundred percent so of course it's like so I as also, much as you can't falter yes. like she did put herself in that situation yes she could have i mean not necessarily well, not my side i, I was gonna say <laughs> she could have easily said you know no we're not let's not do this but uh easily is it's not easy to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard. So, I, another thing I noticed about myself recently is that, like, I have to be funny in every situation. <laughs> like, so whatever emotion I am, I have to be funny. It's like, if I'm sad, I'm funny sad. If I'm, mm-hmm. like, happy, I'm funny happy. Mm-hmm. The worst side of me is obviously funny angry. Oh. Because just, like, there's nothing worse than someone being really angry doing bits. <laughs> so, yeah. I was just angry and I was like, fine, you do you. You do you. You mm-hmm. do you. And she was just like looked at me, did, like, did you really just say that? And I just, like, stared at her. And then she, like, walked away. Went home, vomited a bunch of macaroni and cheese I ate. Uh, woke up and uh, saw her on the same night because we saw that class together. <laughs> so I walk in and I was, like, she's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, tapped her on the shoulder, walked in. And I was like, all right, power move at him. Right. Of, didn't get strong, whatever. Right. We had this class together. We didn't say a word to each other. Both of us or whatever. Then we leave. And you know, like Piper's Alley, there's an escalator that goes up. There's an escalator that goes down. And so I was like randomly going up for some reason while and I was on the phone and she was going down. And I was on the, and then I was like, uh, I look down at her and we make eye contact. Then I look back and then I turn around and then I look back again and she's still looking at me and she like turns away like as if I wasn't looking and I was like, I should go talk to her. Right. I should not have gone to talk to her. Right in front of Piper's Alley, it's like the most awkward conversation ever. It's like clearly she doesn't want anything to do with me. I Whatever. It was like, this is over. Get in your head out. This is over. And I said the thing that no guy should ever say in this situation to a girl, which is, hey, uh, is this awkward right now? That's no. what I said. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I don't remember the exact words she said in her response, but it was like, basically, it was just like, no, why would this be awkward? And it was like, the way that she said it made me feel so bad about myself. It was just like, basically like, you're a little boy, uh, kind of thing. And so, again, I was like, oh yeah? Well, if that's, I was like, well, if that's not awkward, how about this? And then I just do a cartwheel. And yes, I know, I know. I do a cartwheel. 
I was like, was that awkward? <laughs> and, and she doesn't say anything. She just keeps walking. And she keeps walking. And then I go, hey, I hope this isn't the last time we talk because I really don't want to do a cartwheel if that's the case. And she never responds, right? So I meet a friend from class after an old tenant house who knew the situation. And he goes, so how did it go? And then suddenly all reality hit me. And, and I go, like, I think I just did a fucking cartwheel. <laughs> no! <laughs> you know what's so funny, too, is that this girl was actually at the bar at McGinney's last weekend. Really? So it was, I went to McGinney's, did this you situation. You did have yeah. a loaded little history fest. Uh, so that was, I would say, the most embarrassing uh, That's a very, Chicago That's a good thing. story. Yeah. That's uh, a good story. But, like, I mean... I don't know. Have you ever embarrassed yourself that badly in front of a guy? I mean, I think I've embarrassed myself worse in terms of just like mistreatment, but I, where you're just like you feel bad about something you've done. I'm trying to think. I, I've done. I mean, I've done some like shitty things that I'm not proud of. Like I, I called a guy that I we had never had the DTR, um, and I. Uh, in the like, you know, we had been like seeing each other talking, kind of, but yeah. I didn't think we had ever really like made things official, and uh, um, and I think that I didn't want to, and I was pussyfooting around, yeah. um, having that conversation, and uh, what's the opposite of a DTR, like the rejection DTR? <laughs> I mean, I think it's still part of a DTR. Okay. Oh, so uh, DTR just covers. I think it can mean okay. either define it as. Uh, you're a you know significant other. You're uh, you are. Um, so just putting the house of cards on the table. Yes, you're putting the house of cards. Mm-hmm. On the, uh, yeah. So you so the, the definite <laughs> the the define that relationship. You're either defining it as a relationship or not a relationship. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah. So I needed to be like, hey, I don't want to see you anymore. But I hadn't really had to. I hadn't really been in that situation before. Like I, everyone that I'd like started going on dates with and seeing I had eventually ended up in a relationship with. So I had like broken up before, but I had never like, I had never casually dated when it didn't lead to a relationship. I feel like that's still one of the only times that that's happened to me. I just haven't casually dated very much. Um, I don't get asked out on dates. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think many people ask it. I mean, well, I maybe so. maybe the older we get, but I think maybe. like in the, yeah. in the in the life years we just lived, I think it's a very uh, time in our lives where it's like very rarely are people like, would you like to go on a date with me? That's true. You know um, I mean? uh, unfortunately, well, here's think, the thing. Unfortunately, I think that's true. Well, here's the thing about that, and let me ask you this as a lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's like um, I've asked people out on dates. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like. I, and I, I, for a long time, I thought like that was the way to go. It was like basically like, yeah, I would ask this girl on the date. But the thing is, I feel like maybe I'm just like asking too soon. You know what I mean? Where it's like the girl who I went on a, a bad date with who was at this party. Mm-hmm. Um, I just met her after one of these five B shows the second time around. Like thought she was cute and then asked her out. You know what right. I mean? And it was like, so then we had one date and then it just uh, – clearly like it, like she just didn't want to be like hang out with me anymore you know what I mean whereas yeah. like if I had like kind of like actually got casually it. like hung out a few more situations like time like even if like we had talked a few more times in the situation and then asked her out you know what I'm saying it's like I feel like my problem is I'm just like going like hey you want to go out you know the few right. times I, I think I think there is a happy medium yeah. in the sense I don't necessarily think what you're doing is wrong I think it's refreshing personally uh, but I do think there's a happy medium of putting 
yourself and the other person more at ease by being like, hey, um, do you want to go see this show where we'll both know other people there, Yeah. but we're going together? Or like, do you want to uh, go to this house party? Like, the first thing or the first couple of things are group things yeah. where you're not necessarily the only two people that the other person knows. So I think that's probably the better move um, from my standpoint. But uh, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's wrong to just like ask someone out. I, like if you're interested in someone and intrigued by them, there's no harm, no foul. Oh, I remember this day, short <clears throat> anecdote, but it's like it turned out she didn't drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like I was like brought her to a bar oh. and uh, by the time I realized she didn't drink I had already had like three beers but really? I was like she only had one sip of her beer and then so like I was like oh. she ordered a beer but she doesn't drink yeah uh, uh, which I found out after the fact by talking to someone I think you know it's like maybe she was like embarrassed or like wanted to like whatever I don't know you know who, but, I, I, don't I know mean if you don't drink you know what's funny too is that when I uh, it was a Facebook ask out it was very but it's like I didn't know when I was going to see her again you uh-huh. know what I mean so I made a joke about not drinking in the thing too where I was like I was like hey do you want to get a drink sometime and if you don't drink we can go just get some grape juice like that's what, and she was like no let's get a beer and so that's on her yeah that's on so her I was so I was like three beers deep by the time I realized it and so I was like oh god does anyone have a gallon of water for me to sober right, up right now right, right, you know what right, I mean right. so it's like I figure like went way downhill from there you know Aww. what I mean but uh anyways so I didn't mean to interrupt you no yeah. it's okay yeah so I mean like you know the, I uh Tons of stories. Obviously, there's tons of stories that I can tell that, like, you know, I've mistreated people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I just, the, I still feel like I'm sure you feel feel guilt, but you're just like, oh, I can't believe I did that to that mm-hmm. person. You know what yeah, I mean? I do. Yeah, uh, that that the story that I started to tell uh, was that like I didn't know how to tell him that I didn't want to like see him anymore. Yeah. Um, because I didn't even really know like what we were at that point, and. Uh, I called him, like, in the middle of the night on the way home from a party when I was drunk because I had met someone at the party that I was interested in. Yeah. And nothing had happened. Like, I was going home by myself. Uh, actually, he he might have, like, kissed me. He got my number. Okay. He might have kissed me at the end of the night. I think he did. But I was like, but nothing else. It was just like, a, all right, like, nice to meet you. Good night. Which is, like, kind of a bold move anyway. But any, I think he was trying to, like, feel out whether it was, could have gone farther. But, yeah. uh, anyway, I called him drunk and was like, I don't think I was going to see him more. Like, it yeah. was bad. It was yeah. bad. It was probably one of the shittiest. One of the shittiest. I have another really shitty one that I won't get into. Oh, of uh, course. But, I mean, there's, like, three um, to four to five to six to seven stories. All I, I can think of is shitty ones, not, like... When I'm interested, when I'm interested in someone, I just feel like I get too nervous to do anything bold. Like I, I don't really like do anything that would put myself into a situation where I would embarrass myself in front of that person. Uh, and I feel like I, and that's good. Like I'm saying, it's like I don't know what it is. But it's, it's like, not I great mean, because I never end up with them. <laughs> uh, I don't know though. Maybe like, were I making bolder choices not necessarily you know doing a cartwheel in, in <laughs> piper's alley choices oh, but like at least just like putting myself out there yeah i might be pleasantly surprised one of these days but i feel like we need to find a medium between us 
You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. Like, not maybe not our cartwheel, but like, you know, nice twirl. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it feels now like we're more naturally wrapping up than yeah. it did before. Yeah. So, my last question, as yeah. you know, is how do you feel like failure has influenced you creatively, which I know we've talked about. Uh, we've talked about this, but yeah, let's put that, sure. tie the bow on it. How do you feel like failure has influenced you creatively, and how do you feel like it's influenced your life in general? You're more specifically... Your love of and knowledge of and, and, and passion for failure. Yeah. How do you feel like that has influenced your life? It's interesting because it's like, obviously, although I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like failure, like when I found out about this rejection, immediately I was like, I need to start doing this. I need to start doing this. I need to start doing this. So it's like failure maybe kind of gets me off my ass a little bit mm -hmm. where I was like, you know what I mean? It like got me to like directing this one-man show. It got me to... Snack Boys are like trying to put a pilot together for New York TV Fest. It got me to... Cool. Yeah, it got me uh, to like... I just pitched a show to Underground La or uh, Upstairs Gallery today. Awesome. Uh, like it got me to do these things that... Because I was like, you know what? Like, I gotta... I, I gotta start doing all these projects because like you just, just gotta keep I'm going I'm gonna show yeah. you yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah it's like this failure like I'm just gonna do five more things like there's that aspect of it. The problem is that it's like I'm not really I feel like when I'm at my most creative or like my most fruitile, whatever the term is, is like when I'm most feeling most confident, fruitful. most happy, fruitful, fruitile. Yep. That's not a word. <laughs> I feel like I've invented nine words. Uh, I can't think and talk at the same time. Uh, but so, um, it's like when I'm feeling super confident or like happy, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I feel like that's like when my best work, like, you know, I feel like when Middal and I, we basically write everything in the same room. Like mm -hmm. we just are just like maniacs, like running around my bedroom just like what about this what about this That's what about fine. this yeah. yeah so like some of the best times yeah but, uh, I think it's like whenever we're each in a very good mood we come up with our best stuff we're just laughing and stuff like that and there have been times where like one of us has been sad the other has been like whatever where maybe you know failure could breed sadness I just it's interesting because it's like I don't know I listen, I'm obsessed with podcasts comedy podcasts and it's like there's so many people where it's just like you know uh, failure is who makes you who you are and there's right. like that common thing but granted, these are all successful people. Saying <laughs> yeah, that. they got you know successful I mean? exactly. at some point. What about the ninety percent of the people who just fail you right away? So there is a part of me that failure is terrifying, and the thing about it, where it's just like, it would have been a great pat on the back when I needed it. That was that's when it comes all down to it. I feel like all problems are just one sentence. The answers are like essays, but the problems are one sentence. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, the, basically, it was just, I really needed a pat on the back at the time three weeks ago, and I didn't get that pat on the back. Oh, that's yeah. basically it. Yeah. So it's like the thing is, I guess. If everything works out or like I start doing some of the things I want to do, not saying I haven't done that, which I'll be like, failure, that's, those are the best times of my life. Like that's when I was just going by the something, 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 colloquial phrase. Uh, <laughs> right now I feel like the reason why I can't chose failure was like I'm in that medium part where I'm like in it and I don't uh -huh. know, I don't know if it's going to turn terrible. Uh -huh. yet, so you, know you don't I mean? even feel like you know how to respond to the question because you're not yeah. sure yet. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure yet. And granted, I think fail, I mean, you know, I have people who haven't failed are assholes. Right. <laughs> so it's like, at least, at least I, I, I think I'm a nice, generally nice guy. And I think, I think failure makes you a nicer person. Mm -hmm. Obviously there's aspects, uh, you know, and again, it's like the most creative, uh, funny people are people who've had real pain or failure in life. So mm -hmm. like, do you ever meet someone, do you ever meet someone who like, is that a generally happy life? And you're like, how did you do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you're just like, oh, summer camp was awesome. High school was great. College right. was great. I had yeah. a job. I, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I so it's like, like finding, it's like finding a unicorn. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, 
So I think there's that aspect. And again, that's all like stereotypical. I've heard people but... recently say that they think that people who peaked while they were growing up or like people who had good yeah. experiences growing up peaked. Like they they aren't going to have it's as like good a, experiences for the rest of their life. It's like a child star, child star syndrome. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. But, well, it's funny. I follow this Instagram feed of this girl who was like killing it by high school. And she's mm-hmm. killing it now, to be honest with you. But uh it seems like the activities that she's doing and very excited about on her Instagram, I wouldn't be very excited about. That's you know funny. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, so uh, I'm just, where I'm just like, I I hope, I'm not hoping, it's like there's definitely, on my meaner days, there's part of me where it's like, oh, I bet she was back in high school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, and then I'm like, oh, Adam, shut the fuck up. Right. You idiot. Like, yeah. Like the last Instagram thing you posted was a picture of your beard with a teardrop. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fucking fun high school experience. Like junior, senior year, the junior year blossom we were talking uh-huh, about. Yeah. Junior year but I don't know. I think, uh, I wish, honestly, I almost like want to like think about, I don't know. I basically, because I'm still in the middle of it, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But Cool. Uh, no, I, I, that's I, fine. I, that's I, refreshing. I did, yeah. Um, okay, before we wrap it up, I just want to go down my list of things I wanted to say real quick. I was going to ask okay. if you had any Yeah, I think it was just like two, two or three things. Um, okay. Shout out to Chris and Gail, we did that. Pocket yep. of mashed potatoes, we got that. <laughs> Jeff Murdoch, we got there. Claire likes Claire, we like that. Oh, so one of your intros, uh, you were talking oh, no. about Chicago. No, no, another moment I laughed so hard where you just were like, but I'm not leaving anytime soon because this is my city. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it so much that I wanted to be my new ringtone. <laughs> Just like you're like, cause you're like, I'm, but I'm not leaving any Chicago anytime soon. Cause this is my city. <laughs> oh man, yeah. In the very first one that was just me talking to myself, and in all the intros, I always just stream of consciousness. Then great. Like I never write anything down. It's always just stream of consciousness, and I always do something. Not always, but every once in a while I do something, and I'm like, oh god, why the fuck did I do that? But I don't call it out because I'm just like. Well, if I wasn't by myself, I wouldn't call that out. Like, I'm, if I were just having a conversation with you and yeah. was like, well, I'm not leaving Chicago anytime soon because this is my city. I would be on the floor laughing. Yeah, like, we would have <laughs> we would have shared a good laugh yeah. and then, like, moved on in the conversation. So that's what I try to do. I think, honestly, the most impressive thing about these podcasts is, like, honestly, like, I don't... Talking by yourself on a microphone is hard, I feel yeah. like. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm very impressed with, it. like, the Mark Maron, like, the Pete Holmes uh, intros. I'm you should like, listen to, if you like good intros to podcasts... Love a good intro. Julie Klausner's How Is really? It Week. Okay. She does, like, a 30-minute intro for her podcast. Her podcast is, like, an hour to an hour and a half long, and she usually does, like, 30 minutes of intro and then, like, 45... Oh. Amazing. To an hour of in, of like interview, and more often than not, I just listen to the intros. Her intros yeah. are hilarious. Like she's so funny. It's very true to consciousness. She's very herself and comfortable. Uh, very endearing. Yeah. I like. I read her book as a result of like falling in love with her podcast and her Twitter and everything. And her book was incredible. So like, if you like a good intro, how was your week? Oh, I'm so doing that. And honestly, I never have anything to do. So podcast. I, I truly think you'd like it. Um. Okay. So I, I mentioned goddess already, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned <laughs> the Catholic names. Yeah. Those are my. Uh, that's that my was good. Right you did All a good right. job of working them in. Thank everything but this is my city. <laughs> Adam this is great this was so much fun uh, I'm glad I let it go I'm glad we it. took a pee break thank you very like honestly this has uh, been so much fun and honestly I hope we can talk like this off the mic every I day. love that amazing. I yeah. would love that and uh, keep it crispy How are we keep it this? crispy uh, my ending is 
Uh, I love you and I mean that. Hey, I love you and I mean that. And I feel like we just shared a big life moment. And we I'm, did. I'm happy right now. Good. <laughs> Goodbye. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.